And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 181 of Thirst and Goal. I am Frane. Crossing for me is Ben wearing his Steelers gear. And we're a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any podcatcher. Ben, we have a little bit of football action Thursday night, first game of the season. Are you excited that tomorrow we will wake up to football? I am indeed. I I, I feel like it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, my birthday all rolled into one. After the last three years, I know we had football during during the pandemic, but it just feels different this year. Everything is back to normal. The NFL is back to normal. We had a great game on Thursday night, at least for a half. It was a great game, uh, but it was it was a Bills fan. It was a great game. Exactly. It was exciting to get back to NFL football. We have a full slate of games, a lot of rivalry games on the slate tomorrow, West Coast and East Coast rivalries. On the slate tomorrow, we got Tampa Bay and Dallas. We've got the Vikings and Green Bay. We've got the Steelers and Ooh, the Bengals. Uh, we've got a you know we've got the Raiders and the Chargers. We've got a lot of rivalry games. It just feels really really good to get back to real NFL football. Yeah, not the preseason bullshit. Yeah, the NBA <laughs> ratings are down. The and Major League Baseball is is changing rules. You know, I really saw that. ridiculous rules yeah, yeah. to try to get people to watch. Uh, and now the NFL is, is, is finally back, but you, you saw the, the major league base, the idiotic rule I did. change in major league baseball yeah, the, 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 the shift. Not, like yeah. that is part of the game. Like that is a major part of the game. It's defense. Yeah, it's like telling a defender in, 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 in the NBA, like, I mean, I know they have the three second rule, but mm-hmm. it's like a zero second rule mm-hmm. or a 10 second rule where you have to be there in that location. I mean, it's a ridiculous, I mean, I understand the pitch, the pitcher pitch clock. I can, I can live with some of that. Uh, if we have to, but it's, it's not, it's not the, the length of the game that is preventing people from watching mm-hmm. major league baseball any more than it's, you know, whatever it is that that's causing people to not be tuned into the NBA like they used yeah. to. It's not, it, it's just the game itself. That is, it is not interesting to as yeah, many like, people. I don't watch baseball cause it's boring. But I mean, but it's still going to be boring. It's just going to be. It's just going to be less interesting to baseball fans. The fact that you can't play defense. I mean, they're basically. Well, you can. You just. You just I, aren't allowed to adjust your defense yeah. for the player that's at bat. I, you know, it's, it's it's a numbers. <laughs> it's a numbers game. You know, I mean, every every hitter has their tendencies, and you know, if a, if a pitcher, I mean, if if a hitter hits it more towards the left and to the right or whatever down the center, I mean, you move the guys in the outfield to those spots so you can you know, reduces chances of actually getting a hit. You yeah. Know, it's, it's like that, that makes sense to me. Even not watching baseball, it makes sense to me because it's, it's defense. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's like designing defenses in the NFL and, and, and requiring, you know, a, a limited number of players rush the quarterback or, or a, a minimum number of players drop back into coverage. It, it just doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to me. Baseball, the closest comparator to baseball is soccer and the only reason I say that is because it's it's uh, it's a lot of time spent watching a game and in between really really exciting moments when the rest mm-hmm. of the game or the match is a lot of not much happening. Yeah, and that's baseball. It's like nothing, 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 nothing. 
home run. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Three run double. Yeah, I, I would I would actually compare it more to curling. <laughs> I know you're not, but it's it, but it is a close comparator, right? Because soccer, there's yeah. a lot of running around. You know, people get excited when you get a shot on goal, even though it's not even close. Uh, but when there is a goal, it's like this wild excitement. Uh, it's the same thing in baseball when you get a go-ahead hit. You know, the drives runners in, it's exciting, and then it's a lot of nothing for two or three innings. And that's just the way baseball is. I mean, but mm-hmm. but requiring that that the that the infielders have their feet on the dirt, you know, limiting you know the pickoff moves to first base. There's there's going to be more stolen bases. All the the statistics are going to be all fucking thrown off again. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, it, it just seems like Derek Jeter. What he's 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 you're going to require that he's not allowed to be behind home plate if Jason Giambi is that or uh, whatever the Giambi brother. Either yeah. way, it's a stupid rule. But Friday, how was your week? It was. It's been busy. It's been a. It, it was. It was a busy week. These last couple of weeks uh, at work, and it's something that I mentally I wasn't prepared for because I was on vacation. <laughs> mentally, yeah. I was not, on vacation. I was on vacation for he's like, like he's quiet quitting over over there. over. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. But I mean, I mean, I worked my ass off. But I mean, it's like it's it's you know after so being on vacation for for three weeks. And then coming back, I was like, I hope it's not too busy when I get back. And these last two weeks have been extremely busy. So it was, it was a busy week. I mean, it, it Friday did sort of drag, but it, I mean, it flew by. The rest of the week flew by. I mean, it was a short week. It was four days, but still, though, it's been busy since I got back from vacation. What about you, Ben? Yeah, same. It was actually a long week. Uh, the only saving grace was that the fever finally broke. Mm. It's not really comfortable out here. It's still a little humid. Yeah. But at least the triple-digit temperatures that we've been dealing with out here in Southern California for the last couple of weeks seem to have broken mm-hmm. last night and today. Today was really sort of a comfortable day. It was, yeah. Inside, outside, you know, we're in the 80s and now we're in the 70s instead of in the 100-plus range. So I'm actually really happy about that. Yeah, it feels nice sitting out on the table right now. I mean, you know, our Last our, week our we drinks, were sweating like crazy. You know, we put ice in our drinks and yeah. it melted, you know, right away. I mean, we have... Our uh, our punishment shot on the table now. It's a little chilled. Last week it was like in the nineties. This thing was hot. It's ginger flavored uh, uh, whiskey, so it was it was it, rough. It's last spicy. Week. I and actually was warm. a little bit buzzed. Uh, actually, more buzzed than I ex- expected at the end of last night. Last yeah, week, I, show. I think we uh, we never expect to get that buzzed yeah. until we get to the end of the podcast. More usually, always. But usually uh, by then, guy. I'm like sort of tapering down a little bit. But yeah, last night or last yeah last week with the heat. And, you know, constantly drinking to try to stay hydrated and cool. I actually was a little bit more buzzed than I expected. Yeah, but it was nice. I mean, we, oh, had, a couple, sure. we had a couple of drops of rain also. We drops. Don't see, we don't see that too often uh, in Southern California, so it was nice. Uh, I guess there was a hurricane in, down near Mexico and made its way up north a little bit. So we got like the remainder. It was like a tropical depression or whatever it is. Um, so, you know. Well, I, who can blame it? It was very hot. I mean, I'd be yeah, sad too. Yeah, I know. It, it was a very <laughs> depressed little storm and it's therapy now. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's, it's, it was nice. It to went get, off to a safe space yeah. out in the Pacific ocean. <laughs> it kind of did. It kind of did. It sort of just fell apart and just like moved on and, you know, but it's, it, thank God it's not, I mean, for like, seriously, for like 10 straight days there it was in the hundreds it was brutal. and it was really, really warm and dry. Exactly. <laughs> Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, it's a night, Ben. I'm actually continuing to drink the Ethan's reserve straight bourbon whiskey with a little bit of Coke, a little bit of club soda, and a little bit of that organic lime juice, Ben. It actually is very refreshing with that lime juice. What about you? I am finishing up the bottle of tans gin. It's a premium gin and it is a beautiful sort of lavender colored bottle. It's a really nice Sort of straightforward summer gin, not a lot of spice, not a lot of additional botanicals in there to sort of, you know, you don't really want as much of that in the, in the hot weather. And then Franny was nice enough to pick me up 
a bottle of gin from the from Total Wine today. So I can't wait to try that next week. I, my hope was was. I, could, I could polish this one. But it had, it had good ratings though on the shelf at Total Wine. And you say all gins are the same. I'm pretty sure it's just, um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it has a little bit more extra juniper. I have no idea. But I mean, you know, I'm, I, I liked aged drinks, not something you can whip up in half an hour. <laughs> uh, it's not a half an hour. All right, Friday. What are we going to talk about tonight? Uh, tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our first recap of the season. Not much to recap, though, except for the Bills kicking some ass. Uh, so the Bills versus the Rams, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we also have our NFL news as well. I'm not sure how much NFL news we'll have because we'll be talking about some of the games also that are coming up. We have our week one picks and our betting lines for that, Ben. Your betting lines, actually. Your betting lines as You're well. You're way better at it than I am. <laughs> we'll, we also have a shout out we'll see. to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our shot of the week in honor of the new quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Can Mitchell Trubisky. We got the <laughs> Trubisky shot on the table And it's about tonight. as gross as his play was in Chicago. Ah, uh, no, come on. He got the short on the stick over there. I mean, nobody's good in Chicago. They've never had a good quarterback because the team always sucks. I, I, I don't disagree, but this shot is I hope it's, it's, I hope it's, it's pretty play bad. I mean, is it's, better it's, than the the flavor of the yeah. shot. I mean, it was all about the color in this one. I wanted to get some yellow in there, a little bit of uh, almost black. It's a darker color, but I wanted to get the yellow and the black in there. Um, but we have the pineapple liqueur, Kahlua, Ugh. and uh, also a little bit of the ten year old uh, Russell Reserve uh, bourbon whiskey sitting on top. It's a nice layered shot, but it's probably not going to taste that good. So this is the punishment shot. That will on top of the other punishment. You never know. Shot. Maybe it'll be good, Ben. Maybe it'll surprise us, just like Trubisky's play yeah. tomorrow when he beats I hope the so. Bengals. He did have the uh, the black suit with the yellow pinstripe, so I like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's a nice touch. Come on, he's happy to be in Pittsburgh. Uh, he's happy to be a starter once again. And we also have our beverage of the week, Ben. It is uh, the special release Walcott Kentucky made bourbon. Uh, so we'll see how that tastes. I mean, it was it was not a high price bourbon. It was about thirty bucks on the shelf at Total Wine. We'll see how that is. Uh, we also have our beer of the week, which you know we don't have it on the table. Uh, but it was it was gifted. Oh, it's uh, the Elysian, it the Elysian Brewery pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Uh, yeah, but um, my coworker Kim Ben, um, she doesn't really like me on the podcast so much, but she loves you on the podcast. It is the Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. Yeah. So uh, she said this one well, is Well, she likes you dedicated. in real life, but she this likes me on the podcast. This one's dedicated to you, though, she said. Like, she brought it, and she's like, this is for Ben. All right. And I'm like, what's for me, then? <laughs> Do I get a beer? No, nah, but she's, she, she, she literally said this one's for you. All right. So, well, I can't you know, wait to taste it. I uh, like, uh, you know, from back east, I love me some pumpkin. Uh yeah, I mean you, you always get like when you go to Starbucks you always I mean it's it's pumpkin spice season now. It is. I'm so not a big always... fan. A little too sweet for me. That is a little too <laughs> yeah. sweet for me. But I'm excited to try that beer and see how it tastes. And me we too. have our housekeeping Thanks, to finish up the not yeah the housekeeping to finish up the show. Actually, I'm not as good at that, Ben. I mean you might have to switch back. Nope. No, okay, fine. All right. <laughs> nope. So if you listen to two hours from now, yeah, you'll, yeah. Hear, you'll hear you'll hear Friday two hours end the show. and twenty minutes from now probably. Yeah, yeah. Casey Kasem ending the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Friday, what is first up on the big board? First up, Ben, we have our Bills versus Rams recap. This was not what I expected. No, I don't think anybody expected it. Uh, 
All right, you don't have to. We don't have to play the whole thing. We should uh, have because they, des- they deserve it. They deserve they, after it. that ass beating against the Rams against the Super Bowl champs, they deserve it with their Labatt drinking fans. Yes, exactly. Silent count at home for the Los Angeles Rams. No Rams fans in the house on championship game. Well, on the the game where they celebrated their championship from last year, on top of the parade that they had, where also no one showed up to watch the Rams. Matthew Stafford pushing old women off buses onto the street, but nobody saw it because no one was there. 31 to 10 yeah. from a Josh Allen, 26 to 31 for 297 yards and three, count them, three touchdowns, two picks, one touchdown on the ground. Stefan Diggs with 122 yards and a touchdown. Gabe Davis with a touchdown. Isaiah McKenzie with a touchdown on the other side, the Rams. Matthew Stafford, 29 to 41 for 240, one TD and count them, three. Big interceptions, three turnovers in the first half of this game. The lone highlight on the offense, Cooper Cup, 128 yards. Can't stop this guy on 13 receptions for uh, with one TD. Franny, what say you about the Bills? I thought the <clears throat> Bills would not be ready for this game. I thought the Rams would be more prepared. They'd mm-hmm. be at home. They're you know It's ring night or whatever they, they call yeah, it when McVay they celebrate. Never, has never lost an opening game. And it was just the, the first half was close yeah it was three turnovers i think it was tied at the end of the it was 10 10 it was 10 10 at the end i mean you know the rams jumped out to a 10 nothing lead uh it became a little sloppy i mean a lot of turnovers on both sides of the ball uh but i mean that's kind of what you expect first game of the season these guys i mean especially for the rams they haven't played at all in the preseason and it showed actually even in the second half they didn't really improve all that much but the bills definitely picked it up in the second half josh allen is a beast I mean, Josh Allen did not expect him to play that way. In the last two games of the season, in the playoffs last season, nine touchdowns. First game of the season, three uh, touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. I mean, this guy is a beast. I mean, if there's if, if this guy, this no, this, this is, a, is guy. a guy that could definitely be the MVP because he is. Uh, he, I mean, he he's going to have to carry this team if they want to go all the way. He's about fifty percent of that team. Yeah, I mean, Ken Dorsey calling the plays on offense, I believe. Uh, Leslie Frazier on the defense, uh, you know, general manager actually made a really, you know, did a really good job in the offseason fixing up that defense, uh, bringing in Von Miller from the Rams uh, last year. Uh, nice draft picks in the secondary, some additional signings uh, there on the defense. That defense was lights out all game long. I think they sacked Josh or uh, Matt Stafford seven times in this mm-hmm. game in the second half, uh, Josh Allen had a perfect passer rating of 158.3. Yeah, and the one interception wasn't his fault, though. I mean, the the, the receiver bobbled it, yeah. and then it ended up into the Rams' hands. I mean, it, you know, so basically had one interception. Yeah. It, was, it was a bad throw. But, uh, you know, he, he played a, a clean game, and they really got things moving on the ground. Actually, the offense got moving when Josh Allen was started moving it with his feet. Because in the first half, we were talking about it. We were screaming about it. We were they texting didn't. back and, and they, forth. And then they did it at the end of the game when he didn't need to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he did a, he ran it a couple of times when he shouldn't have. And it makes me nervous when I see this guy run. Um, but, I mean, the, the offense really started chugging along when he started moving the football on the ground. Yeah. I mean, Allen was the first quarterback in NFL history to have 250 passing yards, 50 rushing yards, three passing TDs, one rushing TD, and 80% completion percentage in a game. On a, in a winning effort, uh, Brandon Bean, as I mentioned, him, he did a great job in the offseason. That defense was really, 
really impressive. I know we're going to talk about Josh Allen because Josh Allen was obviously the highlight of the evening. Stiff arming defenders, mm-hmm. moving the ball with his legs. You know that beautiful fifty-plus yard TD down uh, the field to, yeah. to Stephon Diggs. This guy, this yeah. guy, this guy, this guy could do it all. Friday, is there anything that Josh Allen won't be able to accomplish this year? After beginning the season like this, I mean, in in prior years he I mean, sort he's of worked up to this during I mean, the season, hungry. but this was I'm sure he's disappointed a in that. statement. He, I'm sure he's really fired up, especially the way last season ended. I mean, they should have gone to the Super Bowl. I mean, against Kansas City, they were very unlucky. The defense really let them down in that game because he did everything that he could possibly do on the offense in two of those games, but that last one especially. I mean, you can see how dejected he was on the bench after that game was over. And he just wants to get back. And I think thirteen I mean, he, seconds. I mean, it's all. It's all. You know, he, the Rams have a number. Have a top tier coaching mm-hmm. staff, and the Bills have a second tier coaching staff. And that was a difference in those thirteen seconds. Yeah, and and you know, with Matthew Stafford too, though. I mean, he really looks like a guy that hasn't really thrown the ball around much in the last six, seven months. Yeah, he's been. You know, he's recovering from an he's injury. He's recovering. He's. Rec- I mean, I, I don't expect him to play this bad. But he's got twelve. Uh, Eleven years in the league. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 he's, he's a year older than he was last yeah. season. Ben, are you sure? He, you looked like, two, yeah. he looked like he, he was two or three he looked, years he looked older. Quite, yeah, he looked quite he a looked few like years ben older. Roethlisberger out there. But I mean, his play was not that great. I mean, it seemed like if Cooper Cup wasn't open, he wasn't able to do anything with the football. And when he did try, uh, there were some errant throws there where they were either too high or too low, and you know, ended up in interceptions. A couple of them were pretty bad. And uh, you know, I didn't expect that that to happen again. I expect him to clean things up as the season goes on. But if I'm the Rams. I know it's week one. I'd be a little worried, especially with the way that defense played. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Ramsey looked Jalen Ramsey is a is, Jalen Ramsey is a year older. Aaron Donald is a year older. Bobby Wagner is a year older. That offensive line. I mean, I know they lost Whitworth. They're a little bit older up front and older on the defensive line as well. I mean, the team obviously they 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 you know mission accomplished. They spent the money. They made the trades. They have no first round picks. I think for the next seven drafts in a row. Maybe Ten years now. Uh, <laughs> So mission accomplished. They were able to get a a Super Bowl championship out of all of the sacrifices that they made of the future for the present. Uh, but I, I I can't help but think that this team. I mean, they're gonna obviously they're not gonna you know finish the season five and twelve. They're going to make the playoffs. But I can't help but wonder if this team and as old as old as they are, they, they are they going to get desperate and bring Beckham back because they're going to need some help. There with the receiving core, I know Henderson I started. Ben, but Cam, Cam Akers is not the is not the savior that's going to that's going to yeah. save him when he I gets think back. Ben Jefferson was out in this game. I mean, so that's one of their starters that's that was out. Uh, you know, obviously he's a solid receiver, um, but still though, I mean, you know, it seemed like the only weapon that um, and you know, obviously Cooper Tyler Cup, Higby I mean, couldn't got, get open. You know, Cooper Cup is able to get open on, on almost every single play, but if if he was not able to get open, it seems like Stafford, you know, he had difficulty finding receivers and he was just kind of forcing things when he couldn't find somebody. And, uh, you know, also the running game. I mean, there was absolutely no running game at all. Bills you know, the defense, Bills did baby. a great job, you know, just stuffing the run. And uh, it was it was just a, a dominant performance, especially in that second half by the Bills. And, man, Ben, the AFC is stacked. Oh, my God. I mean, it is. I mean, it's, it's I mean, like I said, Higby couldn't get open. You know, that, that Bills defense and Brandon being in the offseason, I mean, bringing in, you know, bringing in Von Miller. Uh, and he had a great game. I mean, obviously, to... he knows kind of the scheme that the Rams run. So, I mean, you know, he knew what was coming on a couple of his plays. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, just the way that that defense looked, the secondary looked really amazing. They probably got the best set of corners in the league. And, you know, it, it's going to be a long, long season for the Jets, the Patriots, and the Dolphins in that division. I would not be shocked 
if the Bills go five and one against their divisional opponents this year, they just look really good. I know we're high because the Bills kick are coming off this huge win. Uh, but the Rams, they look like they have seen better days in terms of their preparedness, their age. You know, Donald obviously had a play or two where he looked good, but he didn't look like the Aaron Donald that I'm used to. And Jalen Ramsey looked like a shell of his former self. Yeah, but Josh Allen did a great job getting the ball out quick. I mean, you know, the, the pressure was coming and he was able to get, you know, those 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 quick passes, whatever, five, six yards down the field, just able to move the chains. Um, so, you know, I, early on in the game, I was just, we, we were both disappointed that he wasn't able to, just, you know, run out of the pocket and pick up yardage on his with his legs. But, yeah, I mean, he was prepared. The coaching staff was prepared and getting the ball out quick because they knew Donald was coming. So, I mean, excellent job there, too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you think, uh, you know, based on this this opening game? I mean, I honestly did. I mean, they're the Bills, right? So I, did, I, I had my expectations at Bills level yeah. uh, for this opening, opening game. And the Rams obviously coming off the championship. Mm-hmm. They looked really good against the Bengals in that last game. Uh, they were clicking on all cylinders on offense and defense. Uh, but this has got to make Bills fans feel good. I mean, what do you think is the is the the – the the limit for this Bills team. I mean, they look like they are I mean, they're, they're, as good as anyone in the NFL. I I know they're a Super Bowl favorite, but I didn't believe yeah. it until I saw that product on the field. I mean, I just uh, you know, I, I expected them to pick up right where they left off last season. You know, in the playoffs, they played it great, and they just were unlucky. And I mean, the the team. I mean, there are some you know some changes that they made in the off season, but you know, it, it seems like they've really um, improved where they needed to. And that defense. I mean, you know. It, uh, we'll see later in the season how good this 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 uh, this Rams offense can be, but that defense that was an impressive performance by them. Absolutely. Hey, Franny, what do you think? Of, what do you? What if we pour one in instead of pour one out? What if we pour one in of the punishment shots just to celebrate the? the it's not a punishment. It's a punishment. It, we'll call it a punishment. Well, you know the Bills. You the, know this is the, the Bills don't start seasons like this. They got beat by the Steelers in Week One last year, and obviously the Steelers fan. A, I was overreaction. Uh, I was happy. <laughs> But for the Bills to get off on a on, on you know this hot, much of a high to start the season, you know, especially with the, the the prospects of potentially the ownership group moving the team out of Buffalo, that's still sort of on the table with the yeah. you know with the I, uh, as long as they're this good, it's, they're not going anywhere. There, there'll be a riot in Buffalo if this team even thinks of packing their bags and moving elsewhere. I mean, actually, if it can't be the Steelers and it can't be the Eagles and it can't be the Seahawks. I think the only thing that that guarantees the Bills at least get a new deal for a stadium in Orchard mm-hmm. somewhere around the Buffalo area is if they are able to win a Super Bowl this year. Oh yeah, it guarantees hopefully that the team yeah. stays in Buffalo. You know, on, on this podcast, we've always been a fan. Uh, you know, their adopted team, the, the Buffalo Bills. Ben, you spent uh, quite a few time, well, quite a bit of time in the in good, Buffalo. The highs, the <laughs> highest of the highs, and the lowest of the lows in those yeah. years. So you were there in the early '90s. Um, so I mean, you know the town, and you know the supporters. And you know how passionate these people can be, and uh, you know even last season when they were in the playoffs, and you, you went out and you got some little bat for us to drink, you know during during that Kansas City game, and it wasn't easy to find. Yeah, either well, it's in because LA. it's because all the Buffalo fans they drink it all. <laughs> like the bat can't keep up. All right, let's do the shot. Cheers, Ben. Cheers. Cheers to the Bills. Cheers to the Bills and Josh Allen. But it really is a shame that it's even on the table, right? You got a, a city of less than 300 or right around 300,000 people, uh-huh. a county of less than a couple million people in Erie County and in Erie County, uh, New York. I don't know that there has been a time in the last 30 years where the, the Bills had to use the silent count at yeah. home. 
There are 12 million people in the county of Los Angeles. There Mm -hmm. are three and a half million people in the city of Los Angeles. And to see Matthew Stafford using a silent count at home is a pathetic display by Rams. It is. But I mean, the thing is, I mean, uh, I mean, just looking at this podcast, Ben, I mean, we live in L.A. I'm an Eagles fan. You're a Steelers fan. Your wife is a Seattle Seahawks fan. I mean, that's I mean, we haven't had a team here. And I'm not going to yeah, switch. The Raiders, the I'm Rams. not going to switch. Yeah, but it's been a long time. But I'm not going to switch allegiances. And I'm sure there's. I'm, I would never do that because I love the fucking Eagles. But I mean, there's there's a lot of people just like us who didn't have a team to root for, who kind of you know jumped. Well, I mean, you have different reasons. I mean, you became a Steelers fan a long time ago. I probably came, you know, I was an Eagles fan. In the seventies, when, when everybody was, like, was a Steelers fan. When I was like ten years old, I remember like watching the Eagles, and for some reason, I just became a huge fan of the Eagles. And you know, Sanya became a huge fan of. The, but there's been a lot. There's a lot of people in LA, a lot of Cowboys fans for some reason. Uh, They're everywhere. They're like Yankees. I mean, fans. a lot They're of everywhere. Green Bay fans. You know, uh, even Chicago Bears. For some reason, you know, Miami and Dolphins. And they're leaving the city too. The Miami Dolphins have their fans still left over from, you know, the 80s and everything. But I mean, this is a city with a lot of people that have come from basically all over the country. And, you know, the Rams, they were gone for a long time. And so they still have to build up that fan base. And it's it's still very small. I mean, even the, the, the Chargers are even smaller. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm I not surprised. I don't, I don't know what was more pathetic. The, the LA fans. Uh, showing in that game or Chris Collinsworth's performance on NBC uh, Sunday or Thursday night football. Thank you, Mike Tirico, for making it a little bit better. I like Mike Tirico. But holy shit, Chris Collinsworth without Al Michaels there, uh, I love my, without Michaels his too. gravitas, you you, it, it, you don't realize how bad Chris Collinsworth mm-hmm. is at his job. Yeah, I know. Even Tony Romo's better. Yeah, I mean, and that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, you don't see Chris Collinsworth doing commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like 45 takes. His son is actually, I was watching some uh, some college football today, and his son was in the booth. Can we get him on on, on he, Sunday Night Football? He's probably better. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean he, they sound the same. Like, their voices are exactly the same. I thought, it, I thought it was Chris Collinsworth until I looked at the TV. I'm like, that guy is a, a younger version of that older dude. Yeah. I mean, like, I just, they look exactly the same. I didn't think it was possible for someone who played NFL football <laughs> to know as little about NFL football as Stephen A. Smith. I mean, it's like, I mean, he played the game. You think he'd know Did he? Yeah, Stephen he, A? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I mean, but he, he okay. it sounds as if he has less knowledge than. Oh, okay. I was going to say, Stephen A. seems pretty small to play. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I don't think he played any, uh, any, sport. any <laughs> professional sport of any kind or any uh, amateur sport or. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe T ball. And then he <laughs> sort of he hung up his cleats after that. But Friday, are you, are you? But what a damn good T-ball player he was! Yeah, he though. was really good. He was really good because he said this week uh-huh. that the Chargers are going to score more points than any other team in the NFL this week. They're going to score more points, but unfortunately, they're going to lose. <laughs> he literally said that this week. Does he know though <laughs> that uh, the other team would have to score more? Then the Chargers, but whatever. Anyways, I'm not going to, you know, it's, but, uh, it's his logic. Yeah. I mean, only the three people that still watch ESPN yeah. heard it. Uh-huh. Sorry, I can't be, I can't, I just, every time I see that guy, I feel like I got to say something. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah. all over the Twitter machine. How, yeah. what, what, I mean, Stephen A. Smith is a cottage industry insulting Stephen A. Smith. There's like a whole tw- a Twitter universe yeah, yeah, yeah. just to, just set up. But at that. the end of the day, he doesn't give a shit. He makes a lot of money, so he doesn't care. Yeah. Can we get on ESPN? I mean, they're hiring everybody. Actually, no, they're firing everybody. Firing everybody. <laughs> we could do like we could do like the Banning Brothers thing. Oh man, that'd be like so on much e- fun. Like on ESPN six. Like I, 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 I know. Like... And just drink the entire game. Yeah. 
by the end, we're messed up, but we're still having a good time. Yeah, like like we could break into the Manning cast like yeah, yeah. throughout the show. Yeah, like have like I would a love five to hang out minute. with Eli and Peyton. I, I might like. I'm like Eli's got a sense of humor. You know, you don't Eli expect. does. It, you know, he, he does. He's he's. Uh, it's pretty interesting because I you know I tune into that a little bit during the games, and he's actually a pretty funny dude. He doesn't look like he would be, but he's funny. Yeah, he's those funny two looking. Those two. Uh, I mean, I actually usually watch Monday Night Football with those two when yeah. they're on, rather than. Whoever's doing it, yeah. who's ever doing it? Wait, is Al Michaels? This where's Al Amazon. Michaels? No, oh, he's gonna be on Amazon. All right, I think he's doing the Thursday night yeah, games on Amazon. A ton I think. of money for that. Yeah, it's all gonna be streaming pretty yeah, soon. So. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, upgrade think, your internet, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> all right, Friday. But fun game for the Rams for the Bills. Sorry. Oh, for sure. And they deserve this, and I hope that this is something. It carries over, and you know, if, it like carries I, over until if, they if, play until they either play the Steelers or it gets to the if, if it's not one of our teams. That's in the Super Bowl. I would love to see the Bills hoist the Lombardi. Yeah, thirteen seconds. I don't want that to be the legacy of, yeah. the, of the. I know of the Bills in in Buffalo after losing four straight Super Bowls. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, we have our NFL news. Just a little bit of news this week. I mean, it's not on the agenda, but I just wanted to just throw this out there really quick. We talked a little bit about it before the podcast. Lamar Jackson was not able yeah. to finalize a contract with. The Baltimore Ravens by his self-proclaimed deadline of the end of this week. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Wanted gar- allegedly, allegedly, uh, they were not able to agree. He wants a, a a fully guaranteed deal, very similar to that of Deshaun Watson. The Ravens, being the Ravens, are not stupid enough to do that. Uh, fifth year option, so technically they could they could lock him up this year and they could franchise him for two more years. They could cousins they can cut Kirk cousins him. I mean, Kirk cousins hasn't had an issue with that because the dude's made a yeah. ton of money. As long as you stay upright, way. as long as he stays it's upright, like, he's okay, making his thirty money. million this year, thirty five million next year. Fuck man, that's <laughs> right. sixty five million in two seasons where I haven't like I'm in, I'm a five hundred team. I'm not five hundred team. You don't expect more from me. Play twenty Shit. years on one year deals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit. Well, Friday, make- what do you think about the? I mean, the Ravens obviously are not stupid enough to give him two hundred thirty million dollars fully guaranteed. That's not how the Ravens uh, roll. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that Deshaun Watson deal is an outlier, and I don't know. I mean, maybe watch some film of yourself and then watch yeah. him Deshaun Watson on a terrible team. And yeah, and, and, Deshaun and, Watson, what he did in that last season. I mean, you know, that's they're not the same player. Let's let's be. He real. He played on a very bad team. They were. I, I don't remember the exact record. It wasn't a very good record, but I mean, he still threw up forty five hundred yards on a very bad team. And, uh, you know, he I, can I, do it all, you know, when, when he really can, I mean, he's, he's accurate with the football. He has a strong arm. He can run the ball. I mean, he can really do everything. And ever since he's come into the league, he's been that way. I mean, when you saw him step on the football field for the first time, you're like, okay, this guy has the skills to be a starter. And, you know, not everybody has that. I mean, Joe Burrow has that and Herbert has that. You, you, you it, it, pick it, Ben. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> but you know, not everybody has that sort of ability. And, you know, Lamar Jackson right now, I mean, just it's not on the same level if Deshaun Watson can get back to the Deshaun Watson level that he was at. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, I think that, that Lamar Jackson just sort of used to these teams folding. I mean, if, you know, the, the Cardinals folded to Murray, the Packers folded to Rodgers, the Cowboys folded to Dak, the Browns gave Deshaun Watson $230 million. I mean, every time these guys are up for a contract, the, the teams sort of capitulate and fold and give them what they want. Russell Wilson got a big deal from Denver, although a little bit smaller than that Kyler Murray deal, but he is a little bit older he's, too. He's, a, he's accomplished quite a bit, though. Quite a bit. I mean, I just think that I think the Ravens are playing this right. I mean, I think you let him play out his fifth year. If you if if you don't like anybody coming out in the draft next year, you franchise them next, you know, the following year. And then if you want to let him walk, you can let him walk the following year. But I just don't see the Baltimore Ravens and John Harbaugh 
and the ownership group in Baltimore capitulating and giving their quarterback. Yeah. Considering they've gone their entire franchise history without a quarterback, uh, clearly it's not a priority from them ever since since leaving Cleveland. They have not had a single top-tier quarterback on that team, and I just think Lamar Jackson, you know, $40 million a year, give or take, over five yeah. years with 120, 130 yeah, guaranteed. I, mean, I think that's a fair deal. It's a fair deal for anybody. You know, similar to what Murray got, similar to what Wilson got, I think that's about the best you can hope for. You're not getting Deshaun Watson money. I mean, the Ravens don't value the quarterback position the same way the other teams do. And they've got two Super Bowls to show for (laughs) it. They won with Trent Dilfer. They won with Joe Flacco. If Lamar Jackson decides that he doesn't want to sign a contract to the Ravens, the Ravens will move on and find another guy because Flacco and Trent Dilfer aren't stellar quarterbacks, but they were still able to make the Super Bowl and win. And so, I mean, Lamar Jackson, he does deserve a contract, but he doesn't deserve as much as he thinks he does. And, you know, I wouldn't play around with the Ravens because I think he's actually found himself in a good situation with the Ravens because that is a solid organization. He doesn't want to be, like, moved to, I don't know, Jacksonville. Well, not Jacksonville has their quarterback. Well, Tua, you know, maybe next year Tua will be out. uh, You never know. even, Even Miami. I mean, Miami... They have not been very good for over like 30 years, um, you know, whereas, you know, the Ravens, they always find themselves in the playoffs or in the running for, you know, a division championship at least. So, you know, if, if you have to take a little bit less money, then do it because it is just it's just a solid organization. I mean, you know, obviously you hate it, Ben, because because it's they are division. a solid organization. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're in your division. I mean, the Steelers also solid. I mean, they're just basically it's just two, the, the two teams, the, two the solid Steelers organizations. and the, the Ravens Bengals had a little run, but the Bengals have had a little bit of success. I mean, obviously they were in the Super Bowl last year, but before that they were kind of hit miss and they, they were yeah. really good for a long time. But you know, for Lamar Jackson, if he makes a little bit less money, less guaranteed money. I mean, you're just in a good position. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what he can really do if he's asked to throw the ball, you know, 30-plus times a game or 25-plus times a game. We just don't know because they don't ask him to do it. And, yeah, they, you know, he gets beat up running the ball. So, so we, I mean, maybe he would be a much better passer than we've seen if, if he were on a team where he was actually throwing the ball around a lot more. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't – I mean, I think that the, the Kyler Murray deal was a little too large. I think that Russell Wilson deal is right about where most quarterbacks that are at the top level should be. And I think that's sort of what he should be asking for and, and be willing to take so that the team can build around him as well. I just think it's a ridiculous ask. Uh, I know he's negotiating for himself. He doesn't have an agent. Uh, to me, it's just, you know, I think he's I think he's asking for way too much. And the Baltimore Ravens are not a team that's going to back down. They will let you walk mm-hmm. or they will franchise you just like the Steelers. If Le'Veon Bell doesn't want to con- doesn't want to play on the franchise tag, then don't fucking play on the franchise tag. Stay in Florida. Get robbed. And call the police with two prostitutes in your house. That's that's going to be your that that's how it'll go in Baltimore. Baltimore is not going to give you the kind of contract that you want. Ah, uh, so we'll just say this. We'll do another shot. Fuck the Ravens. There you go. There's drama in Ravenland, there which I go. like. I mean, the only downside here is that Lamar Jackson, being a class act, is not going to let this drag yeah. into the season and cause drama like Kyler Murray would. He's going to be a class act. He's going to play at a high level. So give him credit for that. Uh, but the ask is just too big. All right. So this is the shot that we took a little bit earlier for the Buffalo Bills, but this is supposed to be a punishment. It's not shot. really though. It's You're actually, gonna have to get something a little more disgusting. I, I thought it would be. I mean, who knew a ginger whiskey would actually be pretty damn good? But here you are, Ben. This is oh, our huge. punishment shot. That's what she said. Uh, this is our punishment shot, Ben. Uh, we Just signed look, a contract. Look at the sugar on the side. I know. Of that seriously, thing. we we signed a contract in blood many years ago, Ben. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, which I'm sure I will, uh, in the NFC East, I'm an Eagles fan, but I do talk a lot of shit about the other teams. If I say anything negative, I take a shot. 
Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which they have seen, North. then you take a shot and you just said, fuck the Ravens. We'll have to. And uh, like drama your, wife, and your wife, who is my cousin, if she ever, actually, she was on the podcast a few weeks ago talking about the Seahawks. If she says anything negative about a team in her division, which they have seen West, then she takes a shot. Probably never will. But Let's cheers do to you, it. Ben. That's a big shot, actually. That's like, I poured a lot more than I thought. Yes, you did. Yeah, but it's not bad. It's actually not bad. I am shocked. Mm. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 really got some ginger spice. Ah, it's, good. it's still a little warm, but yeah, but yeah, it's nice. But next up, Ben Roethlisberger had to throw this in air during his playing career. Steelers quarterback did. Ben Roethlisberger routinely made waves with his weekly appearances on ninety three point seven The Fan in Pittsburgh. His sessions made enough news and ruffled enough feathers that he eventually stopped doing them. Now that he's retired, he's firing up the microphone again. He's entering the land of podcasting. Via SteelersDepot.com, the retired QB is a rookie podcaster. The show is called Footballin'. He has a co-host who apparently goes only by Spence. Among other things, Ben Roethlisberger offered an opinion as to who should be the full-time starter, not named Ben Roethlisberger since Ben first inherited the job from Tommy Maddox after he went down in 2004. He said, in my opinion, I think Mitchell Trubisky is the starter, Roethlisberger said. He should start. I think he's a veteran. He's been around for a while. He gives you, in my opinion, the best chance to win now. Roethlisberger nevertheless praised Kenny Pickett, even if Roethlisberger thinks it makes sense for the rookie to sit and learn for the time being, Roethlisberger said. Uh, He also expressed hope that the fans don't boo Trubisky if he struggles, given the obvious affinity for the pit kid who has already heard his name being chanted during the preseason. It just seemed like a weird take for a guy who, who came in from... You know, because of an injury to Tommy Maddox, who was the starter, and then never gave up that job. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Roethlisberger's opinion here? I agree. It's a very traditional opinion. No, I agree. I mean, look, I mean, we always talk about, uh, you know, starting the rookie when you do pick up somebody in the first round. You know, yeah, so and, you're, and, you're just going back and, on and, everything and, that you've and, said and before. No, I mean, no, that's, no, that's, no. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet, Ben. <laughs> um, but Mitchell Trubisky was also a first round pick, too. And he's still a young dude. I mean, if, if if Trubisky was 30 years old, and I would say, you know what, let Pickett start. You guys picked him up at the end of the first round. Roll with him. But in Trubisky, Trubisky, what was he? What, what pick was he? Uh, I thought it was 29th, no? No, he was like... Tw- oh, no, he could be 29th because you guys... <laughs> it was like 12th or 18th or something like that. Yeah, somewhere on there, yeah, because the Steelers didn't go that it was after the playoffs, It was yeah. after the 10th pick, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I would... If it was an older quarterback, but you know, Trubisky is still a young guy drafted in the first round. He still did a lot with the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears never really gave him a chance, and the Chicago Bears have never really had a good offense. You know, so for him to be the starter, it's I'm not I'm not too pissed off about that. I mean, actually, I do like Trubisky, and I think he did show some promise in Chicago, and I think he's gonna be pretty good for the Steelers. So Drew Locke should be starting in uh, in in Seattle. Well, he was not good. He was not good. But he wasn't good. He was a first rounder. He was a first rounder, but he didn't show anything. (laughs) In in Denver, he was pretty bad. He he put his uniform on. Trubisky went to the playoffs. Trubisky was a uh, was a double doink away from winning a playoff game. Thank God they missed that because against the Eagles, but he was that close on a bad team. I mean, they weren't that great. They were no, not that the, good. The Bears did not have a great team that year. No. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, maybe I'm the irrational one and everyone else is saving me from myself. I, I just think you, you got this kid. He's already 24 years old. He was, he was, you know, already. He, he's already four. Tw- well, I mean, he, you know, he's a, you know, he was, he played his entire college career. I mean, he's he's already, surely he's be already, looking into retirement. He's already 24 years old. Most quarterbacks are 21, 22 years old when they get in the league. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, you know, he's going to have a walker on the field, right? He's yeah. 24. Yeah, he's 24. Already. I mean, he's got he's to hover around. <laughs> or whatever you call it. What do you, I don't know what you call those things these days. Yeah, it's a hurricane. The hurricane. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, I would prefer to see Kenny Pickett out there, you know, and, and playing his whole career from beginning to end as a starter, you know, winning a Super Bowl this year. Uh, the only thing I would say is, I think I think we were talking a little bit before the podcast, because of there's their pro bowlers top to bottom in the AFC West. Mm-hmm. Every quarterback in that division is good. You've got Josh Allen. You've got um, Matt Ryan. You've got wait, Matt Ryan is uh, for with the Colts. That's right. Yes, you've I got about that for a second. I forgot about that. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we'll you've got does. either you've got you, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. You've got yeah. quarterbacks up and down the AFC. The odds of any quarterback for the Steelers named Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky making it deep into playoffs is mm, yeah. low. I mean, you know, that division. I mean, yeah, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Burrow, Jackson. And- Joe Burrow. Uh, eventually, every, every quarterback in our division. You got Deshaun Watson I, in know, our and, fucking and division. I, I expect Deshaun Watson <laughs> to, you know, obviously, when he is able to play, I don't think I don't, he's not going to be on the same level, but I expect him to get back to the level that he was. So, I mean, just in your division alone, yeah, that's a lot of good fucking yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, that's why I figure in the AFC, I mean, it's essentially a murderer's row throughout the entire AFC of quarterbacks. So, why not get, get, get pick at the experience? It's not like, I mean, Lester Trubisky becomes the first pick. That everyone expected him to be, and somehow rolls through the playoffs, beats Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes on his way to beating uh, Geno Smith in the Super Bowl. You know, Jalen Hurts. I, I think <laughs> Jalen Hurts in the winning Super Bowl. the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think it would be a good idea to start uh, Kenny Pickett. So, first disagreement of the podcast. No, well, I, yeah, come on. I mean, I, I want to see. Well, how we the, should disagree more. I want. I want to see. The, I want to see how that offensive line performs because if you see Trubisky running his ass around in, in circles in the pocket, kind of like Russell Wilson did in Seattle. Then you know I I would want Trubisky to to, to be the true. starter. But the difference is though Trubisky Pickett. could see over the offensive line. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. He's not yeah, the one I mean, trick Trubisky, pony that Russell Wilson. Is. Trubisky can run the ball and he has a strong arm. I just want to see his decision making with the Steelers. Yeah, me too. Me too. I lost this. Next up, Friday, the offense by committee in England. This is in New England for the Patriots. This is one of the weirder things I've seen in a while. Uh, with the season opener in Miami looming. The Patriots are working on a game plan for the first time since 2011 without Josh McDaniels, who headed off to Vegas. He, he's not coming back? Nope. Because <laughs> he's, he he he's, he he's done that before. He's done He's done that before. He might quit. Week three, he'll be back yeah, after yeah, their 0-3. Yeah. Uh, they didn't put them together for preseason opponents, so how would Bill Belichick characterize the offensive coaching staff? Senior football advisor, offensive line coach Matt Patricia was calling all the first-team plays. Another guy that came during, back. Yeah, another guy that came back. During the preseason, is he running the show? Belichick said. We have a good staff, Belichick said on Sunday on the past Sunday morning conference, per Chris Mason of Mass Live. We have a lot of people on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. Everybody contributes. Ultimately, I have responsibility for everything that happens on the field. So in the end, I'll take responsibility for that. But we have a lot of great members of the staff, lots of different ideas coming from different areas or a collaboration of ideas. So we'll see how it goes. But when it comes time to script offensive plays, who is the one doing that? Belichick said, generally, if we are able to talk about a situation that you'd like the entire staff, or you'd like the entire staff there, say, okay, it's third and one. Here's what we practice. What are we thinking? Belichick said. Somebody might say, let's do that, or this would be a good time to do that. And then they come back, and that on the, on the second, third, and one, those suggestions, those ideas come from everybody and anybody. Damn. And I'd say that's the way it's always been, but it, that's not the way it's always been. Yeah. Josh McDaniels essentially. <laughs> 
called the entirety of that offense in New England with Bill Belichick input. You got Patricia, you got the offensive coordinator, you got Bill Belichick, you got a whole bunch of assistants that are allegedly going to like sort of huddle up on the sideline to call plays. What do you think about this odd situation? I mean, they should just have a vote. Like, I mean, they, Ken they, they Dorsey should have a, a, like a fan vote. They should have like little like clickers at the at the seats, like on you know, like behind everybody's seats, so they can just like which play should we run, whatever percentage. They want to run out of all the fans? That's what they should run. Yeah, the OC in, in, yeah. in Buffalo, that was his first game ever throughout mm-hmm. college and all of his quarterback coaching That's pretty interesting, in the yeah. NFL. In the, in, they would do that. He's never called to play before mm-hmm. in his entire career in high school, college, or in the pros. So the offensive quarter in Buffalo, first year ever calling plays. But what do you think about Belichick? Points. Like his essential, like uh, like you said, like his his survey system of calling plays. Yeah, I, I don't I, I'm sure he has a lot more pull than than what he's saying right there. I, I, but it's weird, right? You got to yeah, admit, it's kind of it's kind of odd, especially with, with a second year quarterback, especially and, and and with with the level of coach that he is. I mean, he's one of the best of all time. You know, I I, I don't know. I think it's a little bit of bullshit, actually. In my opinion, you think he's already trying to like psych out his opponents? Uh, I, I think so. I think so. I mean, what, do what are you what are you looking at for the? Uh... For the Patriots this year, I mean they they, you know, they, it's, they it's, they're not expected. To, I mean they're 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 an underdog this week. Yeah, they're not expected. I think I think the over under was like eight eight and a half games. Yeah, what are you thinking for the Patriots? Uh, you know I'm thinking, I'm thinking they still might come in second in that division. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're going to make the playoffs. I can still see them around 500, but those other teams like the Jets, especially with uh, Joe Flacco as their you know starter early on in the season, I'm not sure what they're going to be able to do. And with Tunga Vailoa in Miami, I mean, they've done a good job this offseason with, you know, improving their roster. But even them, I'm not sure how good they're going to be. You know, so, I mean, it's kind of a head scratcher from the Buffalo Bills down. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not sure I'm what really to expect. I'm really to see what happens. In I, don't, I don't know what to expect from any of those teams right now until the season actually starts and we can see what these guys can do on the field. Because, you know, Mac, Mac Jones, uh, you know, he was the best rookie from that draft class. Um, so, I mean, he, he's a, he's a solid quarterback, but they don't have, you know, Tom Brady level quarterbacking right now. I mean, Tom Brady no. with this team, Tom Brady, they could, you know, potentially make the playoffs, but with Mac Jones, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I would still expect them to be second in the division, but also still not make the playoffs. And I mean, word on the street is Giselle's available to call plays. <laughs> she's got a lot of free time. No, she's available so, to meet new dudes. Yeah, so Belichick yeah. might bring her onto the staff potentially as sort of a way to get back at Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, Giselle this week and Tom Brady have have, have split up for the time know. being because Are she claims up? that he's stolen her ability to. Uh, to to find and 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 pursue her dreams because billionaires have a lot of uh, difficulty finding the time to pursue their dreams when they have children. Yeah, uh, I just terrible. thought it was a, but apparently she's left before and come back. But it just seems odd to uh, to the rest of us that have to work for a living. I mean, if I was Tom Brady, you're upset at your 45 year old husband for having a job. I mean, Tom Brady's a 45 year old dude. He's had 40, gr- he's younger than me. He's older yeah, than yeah. you, but he's seven no, years no, no, younger no. than me. But I mean, he's 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 a good looking dude. He makes a lot of money. I mean, if this woman wants to keep on running away and coming back. I mean, let her run. I mean, let her go. I mean, fuck, if she wants to find some other dude out there that is whatever age and, and has, you know, accomplished what Tom Brady has accomplished, you're not going to find it. You found yourself a gem, woman. Yeah, Michael Jordan I don't think is available. And that's yeah. the only other guy on that level. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like uh, 
Mike, I'm sure there's a soccer, I'm sure there's some some soccer player that's got. No, they have nice women. That's got six they've, or seven championships got, in some league, but yeah, but they've already got their woman locked up. That's you true. Know, so it's like if Tom Brady is struggling locking up his woman, then I, yeah, Michael a lot Jordan's of guys not on the market. Yeah. Derek Jeter's not on the market. No, Derek Jeter's still like he's 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 shopping. <laughs> no, he was he's back. On, he's got his kids and his wife. Yeah, he's back yeah, at Yankee he's, Stadium he's, last he's, night. He's been on the aisle. You know, yeah. he's 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 looking at the the produce. Yeah, he's 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 got his card. He went to the checkout line. Yeah. He finally got to the checkout line and went through, and got through security out the other side. Yeah, but Giselle, come on, man. Yeah, that's come on, man. It's weird. I mean, that's what he said. He had a lot of stuff going on. Apparently, he was like literally. He had a a teenager at home that was complaining yeah. that uh, I've never he re- didn't show up to the like, party. I always hated Tom Brady before, but now I've be, I've come to respect this guy so much, and it, it's 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 amazing that. She has an issue with him wanting to further his career and play at a top level. This guy threw for 5,000 yards last season. I can see him getting pretty damn close this season. It's like if he was Drew Brees' level in competence towards the end of his career and barely able, or even Peyton Manning level competence, barely able to throw the ball 10 yards down the field, he's still able to launch the ball 30, 40, maybe 50 yards down the field. I mean, he's not fast. He never was. But I mean, come on. I think that what does she want? I think using the word retire, I think we got to come up with a better word, right? He's 45. Yeah. Like he, he's called relax. I don't think, you know, t- t- thinking that, that, that someone's going to like retire at 45. We, we have to come up with a different word for athletes because they're not actually retiring when they're 40, 38, 36, 35 years old. They're, mm-hmm. they're just, they're just leaving their career because due, it's like, to, due to the physical inability to perform. You know, if he plays in other parts of the country. You know, when, when he flies around, whatever, I'm not sure what the schedule is. I mean, he spends a lot, you know, he'll be spending a lot of time in the southwest, sorry, southeast corner of the country because that's, you know, where the division is kind of located. But it's not like she's like, you know, flying or she doesn't have to fly, you know, third class or whatever. She doesn't, you know, I mean, she she's going to jump on a Learjet and fly where the fuck he is. Yeah. You know, it's like. But she's not. She's staying in Miami. I'm in mean, Tampa. <laughs> I mean, you know, even if it's not that far away, let's say uh, they play. You know the the Panthers. You know, I mean, she can she can just jump in her G wagon and have somebody drive her to the fucking game, or not even go. Can go do her own thing. Yeah, and but stay it's married. Like, it's, like, it's, it's, like my wife doesn't come to my office with me. She wouldn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so why does just why do these? You know, like I actually think it's weirder when your wife when is not on the podcast yeah. right now. She's rather be on the couch. Watching say yes to the dress. Yeah, I've always thought it's weird that us. the spouses go to games anyway. Like, you're, yeah, yeah. You know, like when you get married, your wife's not going to come to work with you. Like, why are they? Why is why is Ciara at the game? Don't you have something better to do? I mean, Ciara lives in Denver now. Yeah, but well, I mean, I'm true. sure she'd be at the Denver games. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Ciara is a little bit different too. You know, it seems well, like yeah, she's not uh, their uh, their relationship. She's not Tony Parker's wife on the court at the end of the fucking championship. Their relationship is a little bit different, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's uh, uh, hopefully everything will work out. Yeah, hopefully we're just fucking around. But, we're you just know, fucking. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. just fucking around. But you know, a billion dollars. Come you on, know, man. You, you might be able to get a housekeeper a and, a, and, a, and a and a and a nanny. That there might are a be lot possible. Of people in this country that are way more difficult than billionaires. All right. Yeah, you're stealing my dreams. Yeah, <laughs> my my dreams of I don't know what my dreams are, but. <laughs> My dreams are a billion dollars, and you've got my dream, so I'm I'm happy to trade with you. Yeah. I'll take your kids if you want to go pursue your dreams. I'll babysit for Bring like the kids over here. I'll babysit for a few hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Next up, Friday, I love this story. Yeah. You know what? Can, can we take a quick break? Quick break. Quick oh, break. I have to use the water closet, really Ben. Two stories to go. Okay. I know. I know, but I got to. It's 50 minutes in. Come on. All right. Give me a break. Come on, man. Come on. All right. We'll be right back with a little bit more NFL news and then the beautiful, beautiful picks for week one. Uh, 
All right, and we are back with the remainder of the NFL news. I had to use the water closet, Ben. I do fair apologize. But it's 50 minutes in. Come on, let's be fair. It wasn't 33 or 14 That's minutes. True. That's so true. So I've actually held off Come on, a, humidity. Little, bit, a little bit longer <laughs> the more than I is, usually the... do. That's true. The more so, humid it is, the longer you last. We have our beautiful, beautiful NFL news, Ben. <laughs> I don't know why everything's beautiful. I don't know. It's beautiful on the podcast. Uh, but Jason Peters, I had to have this on the show because he was a, uh, a mainstay in Philadelphia for a, for a long, long time. You're you know, a guy that I've single-handedly see take on the best defenders in the league and just make them look silly. Jason Peters, the former long-time all-world left tackle for the Eagles, is now signed with the Dallas Cowboys after spending 11 of his previous 12th season in Eastern PA, battling the Cowboys tooth and nail. The deal became official on Labor Day, just ahead of practice, and a six-time All-Pro explained things went for how things went for him once voice, voicing his displeasure for the arrogant Cowboys to readying to suit up for them in 2022. Patrick Walker of the Cowboys' official website reported, Man, I don't really call it arrogance, Peters explained. I mean, they have swagger. Pretty much the same thing, the swagger. They'll go in week in and week out with that swagger. You can tell how the defense plays. Dak and Zeke scoring and everybody wearing their emotions on their shoulders. I mean, I like that, to be honest. Jason Peters, a guy who I've seen just take on Aaron Donald-level players and just make them look like first-year rookies year after year after year. Probably my favorite left tackle of all time now going to be stopping the Eagles' no, defense no, from not. getting to Dak He's going to play one game and he's going to get injured. You know, I mean, you know. I, yeah, but he's got the arrogance now. It, no, He's no, got he's, the swagger. Yeah, but he doesn't have the youth. <laughs> That's what he doesn't have. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for the last few the last few seasons with the Eagles, he was injured often. And then he, where did he go? Did he go to Chicago? I can't remember exactly where he went. He got injured like the first game. And then I expect the same thing to happen with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, look, I love the guy. He played great for the Eagles, but he should have retired once he left the Eagles. If he's looking to make some extra cash, good for him. Well, I mean, as an Eagles squad, fan, he ain't making that much cash. I, you know, as, as, as you know, as an Eagles fan, I love the guy and everything that he did for the Eagles, for the city. Uh, you know, he won himself a Super Bowl, but you know what? He can play for the Cowboys. He's gonna play one game. He's gonna get injured. He's gonna be done. <laughs> I just love Jason Peters. So do I. And I love that he's with the Cowboys. And I love that he'll probably be healthy and he'll end up he'll end up doing some amazing things uh for the Cowboys this season. It's amazing things for the Cowboys. I, I just it's in the cards, man. It's yeah, in the cards yeah. that this is going to happen. Yeah, uh-huh. Sure, uh, let me close the door a, right here. A dog that just opened a door. So you know, don't 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 sleep on the dogs. Dogs are smarter. Uh, then you think we did get a little rain, so that door doesn't actually shut as well as you might hope. I, I never thought that dogs were stupid, but yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you don't expect them to open doors. Uh, I wish they would get me a beer. I mean, it was kind of like it was a jar it was already. A jar. So, uh, you know, like, it, like Jason Peters' career. Uh, the door is a jar. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. You know, fuck the Cowboys. First of all, I mean, you know, obviously, I wouldn't want him to see uh, him wear the star on his helmet. But um, you know what? If he can make some extra cash before the end of his career, which should have ended a few years ago, let him go ahead and do it. Let him go ahead and do it. You know what? Because uh, the Cowboys uh, on the offensive line are definitely not as strong as they used to be. And if they think this guy is some sort of a savior, yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, no, he's not a practice yeah, squad, no, but you watch. Yeah, I know, but he's going to play, I baby. I know. I'm he's going to play. I'm pretty sure he might get out there. He has a lot of experience, but he's he's going to get injured very quickly. And, uh, you know, I, I hate saying that, but, you know, he's at that age now where he, he just – 
You, well, he, and, and the age he was a year ago and a year before that, he was yeah. also getting injured. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially come so, playoff time. Yeah, good for him, though. Good for him. But fuck the Cowboys. Agreed. Fuck the Cowboys. Let's Cheers, do it. Cheers, this, this punishment shock. I said, fuck the Cowboys. Fuck ginger. The Cowboys. Ginger. Yeah, ginger beer. This is the uh, Ellington Reserve Carson Wentz hot ginger flavored whiskey. <sighs> a college favorite since 1999. <sighs> oh, that's bad. Uh, yeah, good. So good luck to Jason Peters. I hope you uh, at least see the field. Oh, not good luck. I just you know good 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 job making some extra cash. That's all. <laughs> good job. All right. Next up, Friday. This is an interesting one too. Uh, I want. I can't wait to hear your feedback. <clears throat> Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes had a message for fantasy football players before he went to the Post Malone concert on Wednesday. I don't know. He likes Post Malone. And hey, Post it, Malone's not bad. Actually, Post Malone has some good songs. He right? does. He does. Yeah. If, he, if he had a band, you know, with actual instruments, that wouldn't be too bad. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you just mix it up Here's on a, a few computer. Good songs here and there. That's true. That's true. The guy that came to install our shelving in there, you know, said that he hated EDM, and then someone turned him on to a particular band, or not band, but whatever you call it, artist. DJ. And it changed his whole perspective. So he's going to email me this this alleged EDM. Oh man, artist. That, really? That I want to hear this because it allegedly I, changed his perspective. You know how I feel about EDM music, man. and you know, and I feel that it's awful. So I'm hoping that. <laughs> Uh, I want to be open. I want to be open-minded. We listened to EDM all the way to Budapest. I know. I know. <laughs> and, uh, had I not been in a foreign country in a, on another continent, it was like nine I might hours. have gotten out of the car. It was like nine hours of EDM. It was brutal EDM. for me, just so you know. Yeah, I know. Not for me. I loved it. I loved every fucking second. We were stuck in traffic, accident after yeah, accident after accident. we pulled up like, ooh, another accident. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, let's stop at this rest stop. Oh, let's stop at this. How long? <laughs> you, not me, you want to stop at every rest stop. I didn't. Well, after getting to the rest stop, I'm glad. I, I wish I hadn't stopped. Uh, rest stops in Hungary are uh, not ideal. Not fill to, ideal. Fill to the brim. They're filled to the rim, and if you need uh, feminine hygiene products, just look at the ditch next to the, the exit ramp because there will be plenty of them over there. <laughs> um, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes had a message for fantasy football players on Wednesday, and it's one that he likely won't mind if opposing defensive coordinators pay some attention to. The Chiefs passing game revolved around Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey the last few years, but Hill is now in Miami catching passes from Drew Brees, and that's led to questions about what the offense will look like this season. He said Kelsey will likely continue to have a lot of catches, you don't say. But that starting starring roles will will otherwise you mean rotate. The guy that's always open, number yeah. eighty seven. <laughs> that for some reason is always is open. always open. So he says uh, starring roles will otherwise rotate among Juju Smith Schuster, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Sky Moore, Mikol Hardman, Isaiah Pacheco, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and others. The biggest thing is there's going to be a lot of different players every single game that have a big game. Mohm said. Uh, it's not going to be just necessarily Tyreek and Travis every single week where it's like one or the other having a big game or both. Every single week, it's going to be someone different. So I'm sorry to all you fantasy football guys. It's going to come from everywhere. So you're going to have to kind of choose the right guy every week. Uh, this is sort of on the heels of, I can't remember who it was that went to Green Bay from uh, from the Chiefs. This year, but when he got to Green Bay, he said that Aaron Rodgers is like on a whole other level. And essentially, Patrick Mahomes is in first grade and Aaron Rodgers is teaching a Ph.D. level class uh, in graduate school. So I'm interested to see what well, you know, are interested to hear your opinion about this. Can, can Patrick Mahomes deliver on this promise? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, he can. I mean, those are I mean, 
those are that's still a pretty solid receiving core right there. I mean, you know, Juju had a couple of good seasons with the Steelers last few weren't the greatest, but also Roethlisberger well, he was hurt. Wasn't the greatest either. You know, he was he wasn't the same level of Roethlisberger he that he was the years prior to that. Um, you know, Marcus uh, Valdez Scandling. I mean, you know, he was pretty decent with Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. But then we've seen this with happen. The PhD. With, we've seen this happen with other uh, wide receivers and tight ends that have left Green Bay, and they're not the same kind of guy. But still, he's a solid uh, player. I'm not sure if Pringle is still there. But Pringle. Oh is no, also I don't pr- think. I mean, yeah. that might have been the guy. that yeah, went but, up to Green Bay. You know, Hardman also. I mean, he's he's like. Um, He's pretty. He, good. He's he's like uh, Tyreek Hill light. Yeah, yeah. He's he's His not the same guy. Good. He's fast. I mean, he's really fast. Um, but you know, with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he can get the ball out at any angle. Really, I mean, this guy can throw the ball not not set on two feet. I mean, he, I know. I mean, playing shortstop is apparently yeah. like when an NFL quarterback does it. It's like yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, it's I, like it's a it's like cold fusion in your garage. It's it's, it's kind of what I would expect. I mean, you know, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is is a is a great offensive mind. So I I, I do believe. What he says right there. I mean, just because they, I mean they can really do anything on offense. Still, I mean, even without Tyree Kill, I think they're still gonna be good. I agree. I mean, this is. I mean, if it wasn't for Andy Reid, I'd have a lot bigger doubts. Uh, but this is one of the larger question marks in the league: is Patrick Mahomes with a, with Travis Kelsey a year older? And <laughs> he is a year older. Yes. Uh, the offensive yes. line not quite as as buttoned up as it was, has been in the past, and. No Tyree Kill. So that is a question mark. I mean, yeah. if, if it weren't for Andy Reid's offensive genius, I would have bigger question marks. I think he'll probably deliver on this. You know, but Juju is hot and cold. That's what I was going to ask you, Ben. With I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, obviously a huge Steelers fan. You've watched every single one of his games with the Steelers. How do you think he's going to perform in a different environment? Do you think he's going to be uh, that 1,000-yard... Season no. Juju Smith, or do you think he's going to be this like Juju Smith Schuster for more recent for more history? recent best? I mean, he's yeah. a gamer. I mean, I appreciate his. You know, he he'll work as hard as anybody. He'll put his body on the line. Uh, but I think what's going to happen is what he what he was upset about in Pittsburgh. I think they're primarily going to use him out of the slot as a possession receiver, like they did in Pittsburgh. He's long wanted to play on the outside and get some more opportunities at deep balls. Uh, down the field, as Pittsburgh Steelers really never gave him an opportunity to do that. Rarely, rarely gave him an opportunity to do that, and I think it's because of his ability to get open and create space from the slot position. His size gives him an advantage, especially for picking up those short yardage first downs. And I think because that's his strong suit, he's going to be stuck in that role again. Because as you mentioned, they've got Hardman, they've got Scantling, Valdez Scantling, and they've got uh, the sp- the speedster um, Hardman. Hardman. So I don't. I just. I, I honestly think he's going to end up in the same role in with the Chiefs, and I think he's going to get a little bit frustrated with that. But I think he's going to have value. It's just not going to show up on the stat sheet. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have big, you know, ninety, hundred, hundred plus yard games. But he's going to have probably eight or nine touchdowns over the course of the season. But he's going to be there to pick up those first downs. He's going to be out there with Kelsey creating space in that short to intermediate area and getting, you know, moving the chains and eating up clock. Uh, he doesn't love doing that. He wants to get more opportunities down the field, but I just don't know that he has the speed and skill set to do that and create the space down the field. Um, you know, when he was in Pittsburgh, we had, you know, much faster receivers with, you know, a little bit better skill set in terms of running routes. So he was he wasn't given that opportunity to do that because we, you know, every time, you know, he wanted to do it. Deontay Johnson comes in or another, you know, Antonio Brown no, Antonio, it wasn't Antonio Brown wasn't there, but I can't uh, the receivers. Washington. We we just have better better receivers down the field. So I hope I wish him luck in Kansas City because he obviously 
took a pay cut to go there. He could have he could have signed somewhere else for more money. So I give him credit for that. But I think he's going to get stuck in that slot position most of the time. And I'm just wondering if all the winning that they do in, in Chiefs land will uh, be enough to overcome what I know he wants to do, which is get those deep balls down the field. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear your input on that. Yeah, I like Juju. I, I wish they had signed him. I mean, it wouldn't have cost him much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know if he would have come back. He says he would have. But, I mean, I would have liked to have you know picked him up because he's, he's, he's great in the locker room. He's matured a lot in the last couple of years. You know, he has a great work ethic, and he's able to, to pick up those tough – Yards fighting for the ball. He's a decent blocker. So he's, I mean, a, he's, I, I, he's a big wide receiver. I mean, he's, I would have kept him. Yeah, he's not a little guy. Yeah, I would have kept him. And he's a local boy, USC or UCLA. Where's well, Yeah, USC. USC. Yeah. So I would I would have kept him. All right, Franny, that's it for the NFL news. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, Ben, our week one picks in the betting lines. Can you believe that Man, we are here, Franny? Can you believe I, it? It's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time coming. Uh, I mean, he's no Aaron Judge. Yeah. All-time home run leader through this time. Through at this point during the season, nobody not on steroids has ever had more home runs yeah. than Aaron Judge. He has That's more good. home runs at this point in the season than Babe Ruth, who was the last non-steroid yeah. user to be even close to his 55 or 56 home runs that he's got so far. Mm-hmm. So give Aaron Judge the home run title right now. Yeah. Barry Bond, sorry. Mark McGuire, sorry. Sammy Sosa, sorry. They were on steroids? <laughs> what? You mean I think those, they actually did it on the, the field. You mean those huge biceps yeah. were not natural? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I think in the 90s, I mean, if you look back at some of the film, I think you could actually see them doing it on the field. I mean, they, they, those guys I mean, those guys were... It was Aaron so Judge, obvious. Aaron Judge is big. It was so he's, obvious. Aaron Judge is like, he's, he's a big fucking dude. He's tall. Yeah, he he's strong. But those guys, I mean, they were, they were big. But I mean, the size of their biceps and their triceps and just their upper body was—I mean, they were massive. Yeah, they were I mean, massive. It's—it's it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. All right, Friday. First up, can you believe we're doing this? Can you uh, believe we're picking? Yeah, you just asked the me NFL. That. Yeah, you just asked me that. I just yeah, can't yeah, believe. I, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, pinch me. <laughs> Should I? You want me to pinch you on yeah. the ass or what? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> is there any? Is there any? Is there any other else? place in my body? But first up, Friday, Ravens at. We'll go through the early games, I guess. First. Uh, Ravens at Jets, mm-hmm. uh, Baltimore Ravens, uh, favored by six and a half over under 44. But what do you think about the Ravens versus the Jets with Joe Flacco yeah, and Ravens. Lamar Jackson pissed off that he didn't get a contract? Yeah, I don't think that's going to affect the game at all. I think the Ravens are going to win this one pretty easily by Flacco, probably 14. I mean, I could see them easily winning this one. 14? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good, that's a whole, that's a whole game for the Ravens. 14 yeah. points. Yeah, I, I expect it. Uh, I mean, we haven't. I mean, Joe Flacco, his last few seasons as a starter, he has not been good at all, really. No, but you got Rob, Robert Sala, you got Makai Becton is back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got okay, yeah. a decent receiving core, you got a running game, uh-huh. you've got all the draft you're gonna picks. The, you're you're going to see the exact same thing that I just said right now. Yeah, I would just say, I'm going to pick the Jets. I'm going to pick the Jets by three. You know what? I think we should take a shot. I'm going to pick the for, Jets by three. We should take a shot for that because that is such a biased opinion. <laughs> it's not biased. If if the Cowboys were playing the Jets, I would say that the Cowboys are going to win the game. I don't care that they're in my division. But this first game of the year, anything could happen. Not that. The Bills just blew out the Rams. And that's not Well, gonna yeah, ha- but that- the Bills are a they're they're a yeah, Super but they're Bowl. Yeah, going to blow out the Rams in week Super 10. Super Bowl contender. And the Jets are not. Jets a, had a great draft. The Jets are not. The Ravens are a playoff contender. They had a great draft, some nice signings. The offensive line is strong. The running game is strong. I, should we take a shot for that? Because that is. Sure. That, that, a small that, one. Small one. Small one. A small one. But that is ridiculous. 
In my opinion, that is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I mean, the Ravens, I mean, it is the first week of the season. The Ravens don't have any receivers. They have, like, literally no it do, receivers. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they have no receivers. I mean, I think I think Lamar Jackson is going to ball out in this game and show the Ravens that they should fucking sign him to a long-term contract, guaranteed. He's going to be running all over the Jets. I mean, that's my opinion. You don't think Robert Sala's got any oh, game plan? Just like plan? last year? Robert Sala's game plan was amazing last well, year. Well, yeah, but now his players are healthy. Uh-huh. And he has the draft that he wanted. Yeah, because Harbaugh is a terrible coach. Well, I'm not saying he's Harbaugh a bad coach. A... I'm just saying they have no offense. Like, it's literally... They, they have, have an offense no last offense. season. Yeah, they... but at least they had Hollywood Brown, and they had, you know... Yeah, Hollywood Brown is... Yeah, and he's very much like Antonio Brown. And the Brown, tight yeah. end whose name is escaping me, but we're yeah, probably yeah. one of the best mm-hmm. tight ends in the league who got a contract in this offseason. Yeah, cheers to you, Ben. All I mean, right, this is like a slight it. punishment because that is some... that That is blasphemy right there. <sighs> you wait and see tomorrow morning. I will. I will wait to see when I wake up at 10 o'clock. <laughs> It'll be 14 nothing Baltimore Ravens. Next up, Friday. Uh, what do you think about the spread? You think you're going to win by six? Yes. <laughs> yeah, by 14. <laughs> over, <laughs> under. Yeah, I would take the Jets uh, plus six and a half, and I would take the over 44. Ben uh, has completely lost his mind on the podcast. No, no, no. I think this is this is going to be one of those Steelers versus Bills situations. It is. And that's. I, I honestly believe it is. I mean, it, it, everything feels right about it. it. It's in my gut, as they say. It's in my yeah. It's in. Get in my okay, belly. Okay, okay, okay. If you're right, you're going to regurgitate that shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the year. This is the year. For this the is the, yeah. That's what you say ever. <laughs> for like, we've been on this podcast since 2018, and every single year you say, this is the year that the Jets are going to be good, and it seems like they get worse and worse every year. I mean, I wish them all the best. I but have not, so many friends that, I mean, that if, are Jets fans that I still talk to in New look, York. Look, look, I mean, I, I would love... And Nico and everybody. Yeah, no, that. I would love for the Jets to be good, but I mean, with Joe Flacco as a starting quarterback tomorrow, I do not think that they are going to win this game, not even close. I think they have a better chance with Flacco than with Zach Wilson I in game one. Just because he's got enough experience to actually go out there and play with a level head. Yeah. I mean, maybe Zach Wilson. I mean, Wilson's. it's like... I don't know. It's 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 inexplicable. Like, it's like uh, it's like the the Bears with Andy Dalton. You know the what was it last year, the year before? You know when Andy Dalton was their starter, and you know I, I expected good things from Andy Dalton. But yeah, but the, the Bears didn't it, have a good team or a good coach. Yeah, well, anyways, or a good ownership <laughs> or a good city or a good stadium. And the Jets do. <laughs> not, not a great stadium, though. <laughs> that's true. You yeah. see SoFi, and then you see MetLife. That's only like yeah, I wish them all the best. I wish them all the best. But I mean, I I I don't think they're gonna win tomorrow. Not even all right, we'll yeah. see. Next up, Saints. The New Orleans Saints at the Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons. Uh, underdogs by five and a half to the Saints over under 42 and a half. This is an interesting game because you've got Marcus Mariota in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You've got Jameis Winston in New Orleans. No. Neither one of these quarterbacks is particularly stable in yeah. their performance. So that's a pretty big spread. I mean, I, and you got Dennis Allen as a brand new head coach. I think this spreads a little big I think so for big. the Saints. So do I, especially playing in Atlanta. Um, the rest of my picks will be sane. Yeah, I, 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 that was pretty insane, the last one. But uh, with this game, you know, I do, I do, I would actually expect the Saints to win this one, but by about three. I, I expect this to be a close game. Marcus Mariota, you know, with the Tennessee Titans, you know, he was a starter for a short period of time there. He has some experience in the league. Jameis Winston was injured last year, but what he did. You know, during his playing time, he was decent, not great. Uh, but I, I would expect the Saints to uh, to come out and win this one. But it's gonna be a close game. Yeah, I actually agree one hundred percent with that. I mean, I, I think the Saints are gonna win. It might even be less than three. It might be a point or two. I just think the Falcons' roster is so bad. 
Yeah. It's so bad that Mariota's got nothing. Mariota's got nothing to work with. Jameis Winston is, is as Franny said, is a serviceable quarterback, and they just got more talent, especially on the defense. Michael Thomas may or may not. I don't know if he's going to be back, but I don't think he will be back. But they've just got more talent. Kamara's healthy. The offensive line is better. The defensive line is better. Everything about the Saints, top to bottom, is better. Mm-hmm. But I still think with Dennis Allen and Jameis Winston, not great. I think it's going to be really, really close. But the Saints pull it out. Yeah. Uh, so I would take the the I would take the Falcons actually plus five and a half because I think it's going to be closer than that. Yeah. And I would take the under because I think it's going to be a tough time scoring points in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Patriots at Dolphins. The Patriots three and a half point underdog to the Dolphins in Miami over under 46. Friday, this is an interesting game if there ever was an interesting game to open a season in the AFC East. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's calling the offensive plays for the Patriots. Mac Jones, second year player. Tua, allegedly a better player this year. Tyreek Hill down there. A lot of other upgrades. Brand new head coach in Miami. What say you? As, this is a tough one to call. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's one of those division games. I mean, you know, is fuck. it a division game? I know. I'm saying like even even are these two even, teams in the same division? They might be. Right. They might be. I just wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the year older thing. No, no, but I'm saying like, no, it's not. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. No, but it's a division game, and there was there's always unpredictable because I mean the number one team could be playing the worst team in the division. You think you have it locked up, and then like that that you know they. That team that's at the bottom of the division just wants to give it to the top team. Yeah, and Miami has a habit of beating even Tom Brady down there. Yeah, but this one's a tough one. They're playing in Miami. In the, is, in the heat. In the humid weather over there. You know, I'm going to give this one to the Dolphins. I'm going to give this one to the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins have done a lot more for the roster and improved the roster more so than the Patriots. Tungo Bailoa, as much shit as I've talked about him on the podcast He's still serviceable. You know, they got Tyreek Hill. I want to see what he can do with Tyreek Hill out there as his receiver. I want to see what Tyreek Hill can do. Yeah, what do you think about the spread? Uh, It's going to be a close one. I, I, w- I would say the spread is just about right. I would say under 46, but I would take the uh, the minus three and a half for yeah. the Dolphins. Yeah. I'm going to take the Dolphins probably by seven. Mm. I, I just think they've got a much better roster. Aside from from Tua Tungavailoa, I think they've they've improved in the on the defense and they've improved on the offensive side of the ball. They had a pretty good team last year on paper. Yeah, uh, they got a better head coach. They won a lot of games at the end of the season. Yeah, they, I mean they won a bunch of games. I mean, uh, uh, not only is New England's roster a little scary in terms of the talent level on that roster, I don't know what's going on without Josh McDaniels on that offense. So I actually think the Dolphins have an opportunity here to put a little bit of a beatdown on the on the Patriots mm. right at the outset. I still agree. I agree with Friday. It's going to be a little bit tougher to Patriots to score points. So I'd say I would also take the under. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, here we go. Friday, a game to end all games. <laughs> you got the the Cleveland Browns at the Panthers. It's a pick 'em, uh, and it's over under forty one point five. You got no quarterback in Cleveland. You got ooh, a quarterback, Baker Mayfield in Carolina, pissed. against Jacoby Brissett. I'm pissed off. What do you think about this one? It's an interesting line. Baker Mayfield. Uh, you know, I, I actually I want to see Baker Mayfield go in there and just fucking tear up that team. <laughs> I just I just want him to you go him, in there. You want there him walking sideways for a week. And exactly, exactly. That's what I want him to do to the Cleveland Browns, especially what they did to him. Um, yeah, the schedule makers were random. They, they, they were, this was, is all it was, random. It was all, it was all random. But you know, I'm going to choose the Carolina Panthers to win this game. Who, the starting quarterback was Jacoby Brissett tomorrow for uh, I think so. Yeah, for for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I hope he just mops it up tomorrow and they win by 30 which they won't 
I expect them to win by at least seven, though. Yeah, I mean, I think with you know, with another year under his McCaffrey, belt, McCaffrey, you know, know, yeah, Matt Rule with another year under his belt, a healthy McCaffrey, a serviceable Baker Mayfield. I actually think the Panthers. I I think the Panthers might win this game by ten. Uh, so you I were mean, surprised that I said the Ravens are going to win by fourteen, but ten points. Now the Panthers are going to beat the Browns. Well, I mean, what are the Browns going to do? You got you got. I, I mean, they were pretty deep. You got the their, running, their defense the is pretty game. good. Their defense is still pretty good. They got they got Nick, Nick Chubb, but you you thought it was preposterous. But the Panthers for me got to a say, decent defense. Well, though it's preposterous <laughs> because it's the Ravens. Because <laughs> they're in your division. I got nothing to fear from the Browns this year. No. Well, I mean, let's so, so it was basically what you said. It was just it was, it was a biased opinion. Well, and it's also biased towards the Jets. Yeah. Okay. I so mean, I, not as much against the shot, We took a shot. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah I mean, I think the Panthers could could really put a beat down on the Browns tomorrow. I would take the I would take over forty one, and I would take I would take the Panthers because when when, when Baker Mayfield gets pissed, he gets really pissed. Yeah. Yeah. He gets like he holding, cancels his insurance. Holding my balls, pissed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I can see I, he's he's not going to be a very happy dude tomorrow, and he's going to show it tomorrow on the field. And I would love for him to win that game tomorrow against Cleveland Browns. And I think he will. I mean, you got Matt Rule another year under his belt. You got McCaffrey starting the season healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I just think this line is way off. Actually, let me put a let me just put a quick bet in this game. Super quick. Next up, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Sorry, Bengals. I, I, had to take my, I had to take off my um my earphones because I actually I thought I heard like an owl. I, heard, <laughs> I don't like think a, we have owls. It sounded like a hoo-hoo-hoo. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So, yeah. yeah, that's what it sounded it's, like. It I mean, like it might be there. time for the apocalypse if we got owls in L.A. No, I've seen an owl. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard an owl in L.A. Interesting. Well, know. people do put the little owls up to scare the birds yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that works. So I guess maybe there are owls around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals favored by seven over under 44. Frane, what say you? See, what the fuck is that? You hear that? Oh, I think it's over there. It's like oh, okay. it's a weird dog over there that makes these really weird, strange weird sounds. sounds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, I, I, this game, Ben, sorry, man. <laughs> I mean, the Bengals are coming off of, uh, you know, Super Bowl. Yeah. You guys have a brand new uh, quarterback. The, the Super Bowl they gave away? Uh, the one they gave away, you, know, you mean? Najee, the one they had a lead in? I mean, Najee Harris is an amazing running back. Um, but I you know, I think the Cincinnati Bengals just have too much talent. I think they are going to win by probably at least seven points in this one. At least? At least. You had to add I'm, the at I'm, least. I'm serious. You, had, I, yeah, you couldn't I, just say seven. You had to say at least. At least seven. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I, you, I, 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 wish Trubisky, I wish Trubisky all the best, man. I really do. But, I mean, this is not the, great, this is not the greatest start for him against... You know the 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 the, the Super Bowl, uh, uh, well, Super Bowl team. Yeah, I'm gonna give you my Stephen A. Smith pick. I'm gonna take the Steelers plus seven, and I'm gonna take the over forty four. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna go in and steal this game. Najee Harris, 110 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Mitchell Trubisky, one touchdown through the air. Boswell, three field goals beating up on the hapless Cincinnati Bengals, the one-year wonder that was last year, the one-year wonder that was 2021. The Bengals will revert to being the same old Bengals. This year, they're going to win eight or nine games. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win this game outright and set the tone in the AFC North and right the ship, making it a division for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens the way it always should have been. 
You know, it's funny how high you are and how low I am on my yeah. team. Like, well, we haven't played a game yet. Well, and exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Spicy so, shot. You know, two when, weeks when, from now. When, when, when we get to the Eagles. Oh, yeah, we'll be off next week, by the way. We'll be off next week. That's back right, on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it'll be, you know, my take is a little different on the Eagles because I'm a little bit harsher. I'm a harsher critic on my own team than you are on your team. Well, we until we play a game. Yeah. But, yeah, I, 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 I think the Bengals. I think what happened last year was a little bit of an anomaly. I know they still have a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball, a little bit less talent on the defensive side of the ball, but I, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, with Najee Harris, with Mitchell Trubisky, with a refreshed offensive line, we still got we got receivers. We got a stud rookie wide receiver, as we usually do. The defense is still as good as it always has been, potentially better because everybody will be healthy, essentially. In week one, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go in there and steal this game away from the Bengals. I feel a little and coming right on. the sh- yeah, are you kidding? I feel a little piss coming on. I've been drinking a lot of water now. <sighs> How many more uh, games can we get? It's through? like it's like you going through a like uh, you know going through Hungary and stopping at every fucking. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. You want to you want to stop now? Take, or you want to get through? Let's take a quick break. Right, right we'll take, take a quick break. Yeah, I know you have one coming on too. Come and on. then we'll, we'll get we'll get through uh, the next. We'll, we'll uh, get yeah, we're not an hour nineteen minutes. Next few games. All right, hold on. We'll be right back, folks. All right, and we are back with the remainder of the week one picks and betting lines. Ben keeps on needing to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when you hear that bumper on commercials for uh, Las Vegas and others, you can remember that we had that bumper first yeah, do they here on this show. Yeah, it's actually it? on a couple commercials on television. Really? Now. And I found it first. Exactly. Or we found it first. They've been listening. Uh, first up, or next up, San Francisco 49ers at Chicago Bears. The Niners minus six and a half, over under 40.5, a game I could not be less interested in. But what do you say, Fred? Yeah, with with, uh, with Lance and Fields starting in this one. Didn't bet on this one. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't bet on this one either myself. I don't know what to expect right now with the 49ers. If it was Jimmy Garoppolo starting the game, I would expect a victory. Uh, but with Trey Lance starting, I'm not exactly sure what to expect. I'm not sure. I mean, I know the the, the Bears are going to be pretty bad, but we haven't really seen enough of Trey Lance. Or Justin Fields. Or Justin Fields. But we've seen a little bit more of Justin Fields. On a bad team. Uh, on yeah. a bad team, yeah. But I I would expect the Niners to win this one, but I, I, I still would roll with Jimmy G as a starter to begin the season. Um, but you know, six and a half minus six and a half is kind of high. I would say this is probably like a, a three point game at the end. Yeah. I would take, uh, the Niners and the over on a teaser, push the Niners down to minus five and the over down to 34.5. That would be the bet. I think, you know, you got fields versus Lance. I just think it's, you know, the Niners have a better team and they're better coached. So I think they're going to win this game. And they're going to win it by, as Franny said, actually a pretty small margin. Uh, but I think the Niners are going to win this game. And we just have to wait and see what's going to happen with both of these teams. We just mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, next up, your Philadelphia Eagles versus your Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, they're my, both Philadelphia are my. Eagles minus five over over under 48.5. A high scoring affair. That is, that is pretty high. Franny, what say you about your 
Eagles going into Motor City. Yeah, I mean, that, M&M's playground. That is a high over under right there, especially when you know the Detroit Lions aren't expected to be all that great and now score a ton of points, and the Eagles are expected to have a great defense. Um, you know, I, I think that's a fair assessment, actually. You know, I'm not as high on my team as you are with your team. You're expecting to beat the Cincinnati Bengals, Ben. I am nervous well, about the, the, tomorrow's game. The Lions game. aren't quite the Bengals. I, I, I know, but I'm nervous still that, you know, we're not, I'm not exactly even sure what to expect from the Lions. This I mean, Dan season. Campbell, they got, a decent, they got some good draft picks. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say that a decent draft, you know, Goff is not terrible. Uh, and I don't know what to expect from Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know, we have a lot of talent on the roster, but the one question mark that I do hey, have Jay. is, I know that, but I mean, it, I, I is is Jalen Hurts. I, I don't know what to expect from Jalen Hurts this season. Has he grown enough where he can elevate this team to potentially, you know, a deeper playoff run? So, I mean, this is actually a decent test for the Eagles' new roster to see what they can do against an opponent that should they should easily beat. If they beat the Detroit Lions by like 15 points, then I'd be like, all right, the Eagles are going to be rolling. But if it is only five points, six points, I'd be kind of worried to start the I season. I would take six. Uh, yeah, but I, I expect the Eagles to win this one. I expect them to win by at least a touchdown, but I will be nervous. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles in this game as well. Easily winning by five points, but I am, am going to take the under in this game, under 48.5. I don't see these te- these both of these teams scoring the equivalent of 25 points each in this game. I think the Lions end up somewhere around 17 points. The Eagles ending up somewhere between 24 and 27 points. But I think the Eagles are going to win this game easily. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, the rest of those receivers on that beautiful, beautiful Eagles offense. You've got a stable of running backs. You've got Miles Sanders healthy. you got a defensive line as good as any in the league. The secondary is better. I think the Eagles are going to win this game, and they're going to roll from this point forward. I mean, they're going to get some losses, but I think the Eagles are going to open up strong against Detroit in Detroit. I hope so. Next up, the Indianapolis Colts, $25 million under the salary cap against the Houston Texans, also under the salary cap. Uh, The Colts minus seven, over under 46. I see the Colts winning this one easily, probably by about 10. And I see it being, uh, it's interesting. I'd say right? under I mean, forty six. I, I don't know if the Texans can score that many points. I mean, really, I, I, I don't know. High, I mean, I, because are they, the Colts are they also have a good the Colts defense to put up a lot of points yeah. in this game. I mean, yeah. I don't know that Matt Ryan. I mean, is... I'm going to choose the Colts to win this one outright. I mean, the Texans are not going to be a very good team again this year. Yeah, I'll take the Colts and the under on a teaser pushing the Colts. Down to minus one and the under down or up to 52. I think the Colts are going to win. Not sure it's going to be by seven because it's, you know, it's a new offense. You know, it's, I, I just, the Colts are not famous for scoring a shit ton of points. Uh, Matt Ryan's first game, I just, I think they're going to win, but it's not going to be a blowout and it's not going to be a high scoring affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, game of the week, Friday. The, another rivalry matchup, Doug Peterson. Back in the saddle in Jacksonville, the Jaguars at the Commanders. Washington Commanders favored by three, over under 43.5. Frane would say you, Doug Peterson's revenge. Yeah, I see the, the a guy you guys never should have fired. No, uh, yeah, no, I, th- I don't think we should have. I think they fired him prematurely, and I don't think it was fair. Uh, but I think the Jags will win this one in Washington. Wentz will probably throw a couple of stupid interceptions in this one, but the Jags haven't improved the roster. The Commanders, really, they've changed their name. <laughs> That's about yeah. it. 
Uh, not but the yeah. attitude, not the would, stadium, not the coaching expect, staff, not the ownership. Yeah, All I would, I would the expect the Jags to win this one by round three. Yeah. The Washington Commanders are just the absolute definition of a fucking train wreck of an organization from the roster to the ownership to the coaching staff. Uh, you know, I, I think Jacksonville Jaguars win this game by seven. I would take the Jags plus three. I think, you know, Lawrence is under the tutelage of the quarterback whisperer in Doug Peterson. The roster's not bad, uh, but the Washington Commanders are just the Washington Commanders, and I, I really I really think the Jags are going to win this by a bunch. Mm-hmm. Next up, the Ch- oh, nice game. The Chiefs at the Cardinals. <laughs> Chiefs oh, minus six. Nice game. <laughs> hey, looky there. <laughs> looky there. It's a nice game. Uh, Chiefs minus six over under 53.5. Murray the beautiful, this is beautiful, new contract uh, with all that guaranteed money, $46 million a right, year. Right. Friday, what say you? Do the Chiefs go in and, and and let Murray know who the boss is among guys that got contracts? Yeah, I, I think Murray's going to play well in this game. I'm not sure if the the, the Chiefs' defense is that great, so I'm, I'm sure he's going to put up some pretty good numbers, but I still think the Chiefs will win. This one, I think it's be a high scoring affair. I mean, I, I don't know if it's over 53 and a half. I might go with under 53 and a half. Um, but, you know, I think both teams are going to score a decent amount of points. But, you know, Mahomes, Reed, I mean, even without Tyreek Hill, you know, I, I, I would expect the Chiefs to win by about six. Yeah, I, I tend to agree that the Cardinals, they do have a high powered offense. The defense is weaker than it was last year, in my opinion. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. Might not be by six. It might actually be closer than people think. So I'm going to take the Chiefs and the over on a teaser. Tease the Chiefs down to minus one and the over down to 47 and a half. I think that's a that's fair. But I, I think the Chiefs, they have they have some things to work out early in the season, but I think they're going to get by the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, another fun game, Friday. Your Las Vegas Raiders against the Chargers. Here in LA, Chargers minus three and a half over under fifty two. This is a this is like SoFi gets two games in one week. I mean, and this is like a little. <laughs> they bit have of, no fans. They have no fans. The Raiders are going to be loud. They might. I mean, the, the Chargers might have to go with a solid count. Yeah, actually, in this one because well, Herbert. I mean, even more... when Herbert's yelling, he's still very quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blue forty two. Uh, look at my phone. Uh, this is a. Uh, you can use this app and uh, get a good deal on whatever's on uh, this app right now. Uh, I love Herbert. This is my first commercial. Uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, buy whatever's on this phone right here. Hey, they got me millions of dollars by <laughs> by whispering. Uh, but listen, I, this is gonna be a fun game to watch. Even last season, last season, I think the last game of the season it was a pretty crazy game where the yeah. Chargers came from behind, down fourteen points or whatever it was, went to overtime. Um, so Devontae Adams, I, baby. I, I, I expect you know Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean it, it, the, the the Raiders did acquire him, but I mean. You know the, the Chargers. They should have made the playoffs last year. They have the, they had the talent to do it last year. They have even more talent this year. It's gonna be a tough division for everybody. I'm expecting the Chargers to win this one, but uh, it's gonna be a raucous Raiders house at SoFi. But uh, I would expect the Chargers to make a deep run in the playoffs this year. Uh, I really yeah. do. Uh, I think with Adams, with the running game, with the defense, with Josh Eckler, McDaniels. So. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Raiders to win this game outright plus three and a half. I'm taking the Raiders plus three and a half. I think the Raiders are gonna win this game. I think the Chargers are gonna are gonna get better as the season goes on. But at the outset here, I'm gonna go with the Raiders making a statement. Josh McDaniel's gonna dial up that offense. You're gonna see a ton of points scored. So I'm gonna take the Raiders plus three and a half, and I'm gonna take the over fifty-two. Mm-hmm. All right. You're wrong. Finally a disagreement. <laughs> All right, we're gonna see you next week when we, <laughs> when we play this back. Yeah. 
Well, we're not, I'm not going to listen to it anyway. J E T S Jet Jet. That game was a long time ago. I know. Oh yeah, but you'll be uh, well. You won't want to listen to this particular show because of all the picks that you got wrong. I, so yeah. Actually, I mean, you're, you're pretty good at making some of these picks, but the Ravens-Jets one, I'm not, <laughs> not about that one. That was really biased. Next up, your Green Bay Packers at the Vikings. It's a pick em. No, Nobody's getting a spread here. Over under 46.5. Ferrane, when I bet on this game, the Packers were a slight favorite, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Packers... Uh, versus the Vikings, what say you about your two favorite quarterbacks in the league? Uh, I mean, Cousins is not one of my favorite quarterbacks, but Aaron Rodgers, yes, he is. Uh, he's 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 my favorite quarterback. Yes, I mean that's he's it, your favorite quarterback, favorite person, favorite guy to have a beer with. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't mind having a beer with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, um, but you know, I would expect the Packers to win this one based solely off the fact that their quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's I mean, it. I mean, I know they lost Adams, but I, I, I mean, I still like the coaching staff. I still like Aaron Rodgers as a player. I, I think the Packers are going to win this probably by be close. five or six points. It'll be close. I would say about three. I mean, the Vikings have a better team, top to bottom, but they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Some Aaron Rodgers praise. Well, in in for in as a player. Okay. Yeah, as All a right. player. Okay. Uh, next up, oh, Giants at Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Titans. Titans minus five and a half over under forty three point five. Titans. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Titans. Titans by more than five. I would I would expect them to win this one by at least seven or ten points, actually. And uh I don't know the over under is that's that's it's I'm not sure what to do with the over under on that one. Yeah, I mean it's a tough game to pick because you don't know what you're gonna get out of the Giants. You know what you're gonna get out of Tennessee. Essentially the same team they had last year minus AJ Brown. Ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll take the Titans uh, and the over on a teaser. Uh, next up, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at your Dallas Cowboys. Tampa Bay minus two Not over under the big five zero fifty points over under. Yeah, you know, I mean, I would expect this this one to be a close game. Um, I would expect the Bucks to win by at least three. Uh, but it's, it, it'll be a close one. I, it's, it's been back and forth affair. I think in the first half, I think the Bucks towards the end of the game are going to take control of the game. Um, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Bucks in this one. I don't care that they're playing in Dallas. I don't care. Uh, so fuck the Cowboys. There's a half a shot. Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Tom Brady. And you know, let's 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 uh, let's let's fix things up with uh, with Giselle. You know, apologize, be like, hey, I wanted to come back for one more season because they could potentially also go to the Super Bowl. This year, any team in the NFC can go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys to win this game outright because it's the first game of the year because they're at home because the team is just because, because I chose the, team the Bengals is, because bad. the team is much improved. I actually have a bet on this game uh, at Dallas plus two. I actually think they're going to win this game outright. The over under I, I wouldn't touch that because that's a, that's a little bit I'm a little concerned about the over under right there. I might be spot on. But I think that the Buccaneers are going to have a better season. But I think this opening game with the Cowboys, with Dak Prescott, small shot. with Peterson or Peterson, with Zeke, his last season, uh, what's the guy's name with the P? Pollard. Hmm. I, I just think the Dallas Cowboys have a nice roster for the early part of the season. And I think at playing at home, I think they're going to win this game outright. I do not think so. Thanks. Well, you, I mean, for... it could they could be playing. No, I mean, if if the Cowboys Anybody. were playing the Giants, if the Cowboys were playing the Commanders, if the Cowboys were playing the the, the Falcons, if they're playing the Saints, then Steelers. I would choose 
that would be a close game. Um, but you know, I, or the Seahawks, you know, I, or even the Niners, I think they would have a pretty good chance of being in the Niners too. But you know, I, I, against the Bucks, who I think First are year one of the, head coach, who, who, yeah, but I mean, he's still got Tom Brady. He's, he's the coach. <laughs> he's the coach right there. He's, he's probably just as old. How old is the coach over there? Todd Bowles, probably 50? late 40s. Late 40, I mean, they're, they're almost the same age. So, I mean, you know, Tom Brady also has a lot of, you know, a, a lot of input in this game. Um, so, you know. And I, he's got to let time freed up from not having to be at home. He's a year older from last season, but he's <laughs> yes. still, he's still Tom Brady. Let's do it. Cheers. Little tiny shot. Little, little tiny, tiny <sighs> shot. Last game, Monday night game, the drama in the Rama. Broncos at Seahawks. Denver Broncos favored by six and a half with Russell Wilson. Seattle Seahawks underdogs by six and a half with Geno, the Beast Smith over under 44 and a half or 44. Franny would say. Uh, in this one, I mean, I'd say. Dude, it, dude. I hate to dude, say it. I hate to dude. say it. it's my cousin's team. It's your wife's team. Uh, I, 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 the, I, I'm just going to have to choose the Denver Broncos in this one. I don't think it's even going to be close, actually. I don't think it's going to be close. You're killing me. I know. I know. I hate it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks in this game. I have to. I have to. You don't know what's going to happen in this you game. You don't have to. Well, no, of course I'm not going to take the Seahawks. The Broncos <laughs> are going to win this game. I don't know that it's going to be by six and a half. I think there's a good chance, actually. I do think there is a good chance that the Broncos come out in this game and really embarrass the Seahawks. I do think there's a chance that that's going to happen, that Russell Wilson is going to put up uh, you know, a Rams Bills type of a Bills type of of effort against against the the Seattle Seahawks to prove a point. I'm scared that that might happen, but I do think the Broncos are going to win. Uh, I'll take minus six and a half. I mean, because I, I don't really want to tease this game and take the hit on the on the uh, on the odds. But I th- I think that the Denver Broncos are going to win this game. But my fear is that if Russell Wilson really gets going and really gets his his mojo against his 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 prior head coach. This could be a long night for the Seahawks, or Seahawks could win. Uh, well, I but mean, it, there's always that but possibility. Th- One team has to win. But I think yeah. it could be a long night for the Seahawks on yeah. Monday. The team that win that, that scores more points will win this one. Not if you're Stephen, Stephen A. Smith. A. No, 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 no. They're going to score the most points. The Chargers are going to score the most points. I mean, they're going to lose. <laughs> no other team in the NFL is going to score more. Unfortunately, they're going to lose the game to the Raiders. But they will have scored 55 points in that loss somehow. Right. Uh, Friday. That's it for the. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited that we have to finally have the first uh, yeah, I know. picks on, uh, I know. on the table, and this is really, really exciting. Can't wait to get up tomorrow and watch mm-hmm. these games. Mm-hmm. Wake up to some football. Finally, and it's going to be many, many, many weeks of football. Yes. Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, uh, until like the, the 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 Super Bowl, and then you have that like that that hangover of no football. We're yeah, very exactly. And- Last. Season of NFL Sunday Ticket on DirecTV before uh-huh. it moves to streaming. So, fuck you, Amazon. I would like DirecTV <laughs> NFL Sunday Ticket. Not if you don't have DirecTV. Uh, well, that's true. That's true. But, you know, Jeff Bezos could just buy every team in the NFL and just turn it into uh, the Amazon League. Uh, whatever the whatever the leagues are where the whole of the league owns the entirety of the team or of the of the of the league. Uh, but that's it, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Yes, thank you all to our new listeners, as well as our listeners that have been with us for a long time. We love each and every one of you and truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to our humble little show. Thank you. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. 
And since you're listening, please consider going to our website, thirstygold.busproud.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and rate, subscribe, and review the show. How many stars, Funny? Ten stars. Ten stars. Out of five. Ten out of five. Just try to get that ten out of five. I mean, this is, you know, not an Amazon rating, not a Grubhub, (laughs) not DoorDash. Do the real rating. Uh, Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger. Just one person, that's your homework assignment. Check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music if you get your podcast there. But you can also obviously get us on any other podcatcher in the universe. Apple Podcast, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox, Stitcher, and the rest. Look for us on Twitter, at GoalThirst, and on Instagram, at Thirst. And Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot of the week. It's our drinking portion of the show. We have our shot, we have our beverage of the week, and we have our beer of the week. But first up, we have our shot of the week, Ben, in honor of the Steelers' new starting quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger was there for like 30 years. Somewhere somewhere around there. Uh, 20. 20 years. 18. 18. Uh, but I did have to say something really quick. Uh-huh. Uh, Friday went in to go to the bathroom. He was talking about an owl earlier. And uh, I have to say that when he was in the bathroom, uh, I thought I heard an owl. So I just want, we're in Southern California. We're in the San Fernando Valley right now of Southern California. So I just wanted to give him his props on that. I do think it's possible <laughs> that there's an owl somewhere near here. And that would be the first time in 20 years living here that I heard an owl. Uh, so, but I did hear something that sounded right. Unless there's a weirdo over there, I don't know. We'll go, hoo, uh, hoo, that's hoo, calling hoo. for owls over there, which seems more likely. But I did hear something that sounded like an owl, so I just want to give you. No, actually, I did see an owl probably a couple years ago. It was sitting on a wire in my parents' backyard, and it was. I mean, like I was like, "What the fuck is that?" It was like it looked like a cat. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a big fucking bird. I'm like, "What the hell is that over there?" And so I got closer and closer. I'm like, "That is a fucking owl sitting right They're there." Cool. Yeah, and it, and like it, it flew away and it spread its wings and the they're fucking big. thing was huge. Yeah, they're big. I mean, that thing was a big ass fucking bird. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So maybe it is an owl. Yeah. I've never seen one. It heard one in away, LA. When it, it was like quiet. You didn't hear a damn fucking thing when it flew well, away. You get even, the insects and the rodents. I guess. I mean, that thing was huge. So I have seen an owl out here. I just never really heard one, and I thought I did hear one. And, and I just wanted to give him props because yeah. I made fun of him, and uh, I didn't think it was possible. Yeah, well, you make fun of me often. Uh, well, that's <laughs> the listeners love that's, it. That's that's part of the podcast. We make fun of each other. All right. So Friday the shot. I interrupted you. Yeah, it's okay. No, but yeah, thanks for giving my props on the owl sighting or the owl. I was hearing. shocked when you were but motherfucker's right. But we do have our shot of the week, Ben, in honor of the new Steelers quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, on the sh- on the table tonight, Ben. I can I can already see your face. You're, you have a grimace on your face, and I don't blame you because this shot will probably be terrible. But it is the true whiskey shot, and it was concocted <laughs> with some horrible ingredients. But the colors are yellow, and they are almost black. So it almost matches the Steelers' colors. We have the pineapple liqueur on the bottom. It's a layered shot. In the middle, we have Kahlua. And on the top, we have the 10-year-old Russell Reserve uh, bourbon whiskey. I don't expect this thing to be good at all, Ben. But it is an honor of your brand-new quarterback. And I'm pretty sure that in the future, we will have a a picket shot on the table. Because I'm high on Trubisky. But I'm not 100% confident in him, but you know. Yeah, I mean, all I could say is it's been 100 and I don't remember what episode we started doing shots on. I think it was like the 2018 season with Andy Reid or maybe before that. It was about the second maybe episode. Uh, So we're talking about like 180 different shots and of 180, this is 181st give or take shots. 
Uh, I think this might be the first time since 2018 that I am genuinely concerned about drinking it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because Frane, to his credit, normally puts together shots that I look forward to, or at least I know I can, I can get down. Can but, for some, but for some reason, this week, in honor of a Steelers sh- shot, he put together potentially the the the, the worst tasting shot we've had, yeah. uh, in a long time. But on purpose, not by accident, but on purpose. No, 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 not on purpose. Not on purpose. It's, it's what we had in the liquor cabinet. <laughs> Literally, it's a liquor cabinet now. Uh, so I mean, it's it's um, it, it, I mean, the ingredients that we had that matched the Steelers' colors were these ingredients. So you know what? Let's let's try it. It might, it might be good. We've we've been shocked in the past at how some flavors come together, and 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 we were pleasantly surprised by them. This one we might be pleasantly surprised or disgusted. We'll see. So this is the true whiskey shop, and to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know what I'm scared of more, and their new the, quarterback. The, who the should Kahlua be or the whiskey in this? Hey, Kahlua is pretty good though. It is, but with whiskey. And pineapple and liqueur. Pineapple liqueur. I was hoping we'd had some limoncello in there, but I need. To, I, I need to grab a new bottle. I mean, I, I, it was, I need it to, was pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, I mean, no, no, I mean no, the, the, no, the bottle. I know, I know, I know. It's, it's been a while. I mean, I, I, need, I, need, I need to uh, restock uh, some of the ingredients. Oh. All right. Cheers to you, Ben. Let's do this. Let's do this to the Steelers and do we have Mitchell? To? Can you Trubisky. just tell me how it is? Let's do it. Cheers. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Actually, it started off well. Did no? Yeah, it did. <sighs> yeah, I guess when it first hit my mouth. But then the whiskey. Uh, oh, uh, I knew the whiskey was going to make it bad. I knew it. Hmm. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, it was bad. It wasn't. It was. It was. It was. It was. All right. What do you call it when you're like? What do you call that? Gag. Yeah. 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 Uh. It, uh, like we sh- it was a quarter gag. Yeah, yeah, no. It no. wasn't a half a gag. And you're actually pretty good. Gag, but it was about a half a gag. You're, you're pretty good with controlling your gag reflex too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and that was still a gave professional. Me a qu- that gave me a quarter. Almost gag. a professional. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was that, not... was a quarter, that was a quarter gag. I was actually afraid that I was going to gag. Let's it... let's hope that the Bengals feel this way after they lose. Oh, please don't to... do that to me again. It's okay. a Steelers shot. Okay, too. Ne- next next week. Uh, hopefully, I'm wrong about the Steelers losing. To the Bengals. Hopefully next week we have a spicy shot. No, the spiciest of shots for the Steelers. <laughs> for the Steelers. Because if they beat the Bengals next or this or actually tomorrow, um I would I would be really fucking impressed. And that would oh. be like a ghost pepper shot. I mean another ghost pepper shot because we've done a ghost pepper shot in the past. But this would be ghost oh. pepper with Cholula, with Tapatillo, with uh that spicy tequila that we have in there. I mean, we could probably with, light it on fire yeah. with some 151. If Finally. they beat, if they beat the Bengals tomorrow, that would be an impressive victory, and yeah. that would be worthy of a spicy ass fucking shot. Although I we agree. don't have a, we don't, we, we're not gonna have a podcast next weekend, but the following weekend, I got a spit so bad. It wasn't that bad. I mean, Ooh, it was bad, but it was, it was bad. come on, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, we won't be on next week, but when we're on the following week, we won't have. The, we'll be talking about week. Wait, who do you guys play? Who we'll do you guys, be talking about. Wait, Wait, we'll be talking. No, no, we're gonna miss the week two games, right? We're gonna. Miss Wait, who the do you have? Game. Who do you have the following week, though? Who do you have then? So that then when we come back, let's take a look here because I'm interested in seeing, um, you know, which team you guys are playing against. The, the uh, okay, so we got the Bengals, and then we have the the Pats. Okay, that's doable. 
Yeah, so uh, when, we, when we get back the week after next, we'll be talking about week one and week two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's be a th- uh, four-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. stay with us because you can still get more information after missing a week on our podcast and you can get on listening to the Around the NFL podcast every single week. Yeah, and you can hear owls. And you can hear owls yeah. and you don't have to listen to uh, Around the NFL. Uh, yeah, because we record this podcast outdoors. Where football should be played and podcast should be recorded. Unlike those other guys yeah, who, who are in a comfortable in Culver City. air conditioned environment. We don't we freeze our asses so off in the wintertime. Tonight is a very comfortable night, actually. But last week it was a scorcher. So we're always outside. Yeah. No matter what the element is. Yeah, I mean that that show is it's just so bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm just shocked at how bad it is. Uh, I'm just, I mean, and it is the, well, but then again, everything, the NFL Network is bad, ESPN uh, is bad. The NFL Network's not that bad. It's I mean, not, not that, that bad. Well, it's better than ESPN. Yeah, they, they are better than ESPN, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember who, what show I was listening to last, the week before last, and someone, there was a player that was on, and it was like, well, I turned on ESPN, and I was like, okay, I'm not watching. Yeah, that. NFL Network, man, I love, I love Kyle Brandt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that guy, Agreed. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, he, he does an excellent job on whatever show he's on. You know, whenever he makes an appearance on there, that guy is awesome. I mean, he, he like he like makes the entire network, you know. And then you have the other dude from New York. He's like kind of fat and chubby, also hilarious. Um, I can't I, remember his name. I, I, I can't, can't wait name, to no. I can't wait to yeah. start listening to it again or yeah. watching it again on game day. Yeah. All right, Franny, where would you rank this shot? Where would you rate it? Zero to ten. Uh, four. <laughs> it's just under uh average. I mean, it is something that would fuck you up, but it doesn't taste very good. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I don't blame yeah, you. I don't blame it, you. It's don't blame it, the you. whiskey. I could deal with the with the Kahlua. I could deal with the the pineapple liqueur. I could deal with another that whiskey. Uh, some, really, for some reason, I mean, because the, the, some the, other whiskey or or some other ingredient as the third uh, ingredient. But the whiskey, I wish I, I wish I wish Trubisky's name was <laughs> Trufant or something else or <laughs> Terwilliger or anything else with a T that didn't rhyme with whiskey because that. That one's going to hurt me later, uh, I have a feeling. Uh, but, yeah, I'll give it a three because I, I couldn't go any lower. I, I was like, how low can I go without hurting his feelings? No, I'm I mean, like, you wouldn't hurt my feelings. I think three or four is a perfect assessment for this shot. But and That's probably uh, the lowest rating we've ever had. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I, I think that's probably. <laughs> no, um, I think we had one worse shot than this. I think we, 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 I think we gave it like a two. Um, but, but it no, probably no. wasn't because you it made never, us gag. It was probably just because it tasted bad. It tasted like shit. Yeah, but I mean, th- th- yeah, that uh, one was like, oh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. No, but we knew it had a. But I mean, I we gave knew it, a four. it when we made it. We knew it when we were making. I knew. It. I, I was just, I was just trying to layer it in in Steelers colors with the ingredients that we had. It should have been like eighty percent pineapple liqueur, five percent. <laughs> Whiskey and fifteen percent. Yeah, but it was about thirty three point three percent of every 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 single uh, 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 liquid. Yeah, when Friday makes shots, it's a very socialist approach. It's always sort of like one third, one third, one third, or one half, one half. I mean, yeah. Uh, but sometimes you have to you know let the proletariat okay, shine in through. In this one, in this one, honestly, there was less whiskey than the other ingredients. There was more Kahlua. There was more pineapple liqueur. But for some reason, the whiskey was all that whiskey. It like it was on the top, and I expected to go down first, and like kind of disappear, and have that pineapple liqueur sort of like give us that sweetness. But it was like I tasted the the pineapple liqueur first for some reason, and and my first impressions were like this isn't that bad, and it was all and whiskey. Then, and then the after end. that, it was like I got that like after whiskey burn, and it's yeah. not even a bad whiskey too because we did high, we yeah, did Russell's rate that bad. we did rate that whiskey high. 
But that that was pretty disgusting. But this is yeah. a shot if you're partying and you're between the ages of say seventeen and twenty five. I mean, it wouldn't bother you at that age. When you're like 17. back when I was doing shots of rum and straight gin, by the crick, and straight one fifty one. Yeah, I could do oh, this. Straight one fifty one burns the lips. Oh, I loved it. Light that shit on fire. Down it. And it's funny because you did. I, mean, I did. Of course, I did. And I'm like Ben. You should. It's, it, you should blow it out first. It's not like lighting a fart. I mean, your your esophagus is going to put it out. It can't burn with no oxygen. It, yeah, Lighting a fart can it burns, blow up your colon. But it still burns. Uh, yeah, it still burns, but it, but it can't burn inside your body because there's there's, there isn't enough oxygen for it to actually burn. Uh, but uh, do you mind if we take a, a quick oh, break? Oh, now a quick look, break wants to take a quick break. Quick before break. we do the... Before we do... What's next What's next on the big board, Friday? I don't want to step is on your toes here. It beverage of the week first up, Ben, but you have to use the facilities. I do. I do after that. Yeah, I, I, for some reason... A second, as soon as I hit my stomach, uh, my kidneys uh, were startled, uh-huh. uh, and and now I have to use the water closet right. myself. So we'll be we'll be right back real quick. All right, and we are back, Whew. Ben. How to use? The water closet a little bit there. You know, I mean, I I, I'm usually the one that's calling for a break in the middle of uh, whatever topic we're talking about. <laughs> uh, but this time it was Ben. <laughs> but after Franny's whatever that shot, shot was. Amazing shot. It was the true whiskey, Ben. Uh, we Normally have our... I do my spiel like, Franny does this every single week. He, put, he puts all yeah. his thought into it. And I'm like, no. There was some thought put into that. Oh, there was. <laughs> I mean, not the right kind of thought. Uh, I mean, like, just I just wanted to get the the, the Steelers colors in there. That's, that's that was that's like getting was... a you know a menopausal woman a pregnancy test for her birthday. <laughs> like that was like, right, like yeah, you put some thought into it. You're like, well, maybe she wants to get pregnant. But then again, possible. Know, it it it, but... it hurts her. It hurts, and it hurt my esophagus, my stomach, uh, and my brain. It's like there's a woman listening to this podcast like. Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> this guy's hurting my feelings now uh but no i mean we have our There's beverage plenty of um, aged men that you know it's a, we, you know <laughs> we aged aged yeah it's like telling a 50 year old man he can't go to the bathroom for 10 hours <laughs> aged men i haven't heard that word used in a long get time up aged a, get up at 10 get up at, get up at 12 get up at three get up at six <laughs> Are you trying to say you're an aged man? Yeah, I am an aged okay. man. Okay. That's why Tom Brady can't deal with Giselle, but you guys got to get him no, to go no. to the bathroom. Not in the cryogenic chamber, he can't. <laughs> That's no, in, no. In, the, in the iron lung. In the iron lung. <laughs> so, do you next up, Ben. Wait, what was that disease? Well, it wasn't polio. Or was it? Wait, what was it? I think it was polio. Polio. Do you have polio? No, I'm just prepared. I'm not 100% sure. I'm just preparing for the Cowboys. That was a long time ago. And it uh, might have been polio. Yeah, I can't remember which one was the iron lung. Yeah. But. Can't remember exactly, uh, but we have our beverage of the night, Ben. A special release, Walcott, Kentucky made bourbon, distilled by Barton, seventeen ninety two. I mean, obviously this is not from seventeen ninety two, but that's what it says on the bottle. I'm sure you, maybe you have some information for us because this one is it seemed fairly new on the shelf at Total Wine. Yeah, I have a little bit of information. I think it's made by it's a made by Buffalo Trace. That's who manufactures it for Total Wine. That's the best information that I could get. Uh, Buffalo Trace, they make Sazerac. They do make some good products at Buffalo Trace, but it's a big sort of Jim Beam. Have, not as big as Jim Beam, but a, a larger distillery. Yeah. I spent all these uh, so it's it, typical rating is around 85 out of 100. It's made by Buffalo Trace Sazerac Company. Uh, Clear Springs Distilling is allegedly 
who actually and makes it. Uh, the ABV is 45%, so it's about 90 proof, or it is 90, 90 proof. Uh, the mash bill is a high rye bourbon. Uh, the age is undisclosed, so we don't know how long this has been aged. Probably not that long. Uh, but the information regarding the taste, the flavor, is it's a palette of rich vanilla, Frank, spice, and caramel. It has a lot of caramel. 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 I mean, I, I, have you seen how the word is spelled, right? Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you just opened yourself up for a lot of words that, that are spelled sad. differently than they sound. Okay. Yeah, nobody right. sa- who, the, who says Carmel? Uh, uh, I think that's, say, that's like a city. East, uh, that's a city up like... Back un- east, we okay. say Carmel. Yeah, okay. Caramel. I don't... I, bro. On the East Coast, <laughs> nobody, nobody says bro. caramel, bro. bro. All right, it's caramel, bro. All right, sparkles. No, I like uh, caramel. Good rise. All right, fine. Style. But when I was a little kid, I said caramels. Can you give me the? Can, can I have a caramel? Like uh, the caramels with the white in the middle. Like that's the why they always looked at you side eyed. Like, the is there something wrong with this kid? <laughs> caramel. How did he do on his SATs? Because I think. Where's, where's uh, your, yo, where's your mom at? <laughs> you might want to stop him from jumping off of that fence. Uh, so it's a palette of rich vanilla spicy caramel. Honey, caramel. It's, honey, it's caramel. It's caramel, mom. No, it's caramel. Caramel. It's caramel. We're in New England. You're going to go to Harvard. Uh, sweet corn with a hint of maraschino cherries and a touch of apricot. It has a long finish. So, I mean, it's not a bad review. I mean, it, it, it gives you all the information you need. It's a high rye, so you should get some spice. Uh, it's very sweet. You have vanilla, a little bit of spice, caramel, sweet corn. <laughs> I mean, the w- <laughs> the word's right there. Caramel. Have you, have you read a Croatian word? Caramel. Yeah, but Croatian words are spelled phonetically. Yeah, so you're saying that, uh, that four consonants in a row... But it can be pronounced. Is that your is that your argument that you're making? They can be, and they are, <laughs> because it's spelled phonetically. Like so you, caramel is pretty much spelled phonetically. Make an H sound. <laughs> make an R sound. <laughs> make a V sound. <laughs> make a J sound. That's <laughs> yeah. And just say. <laughs> and that is how it's said. And it is how it's All actually right, pronounced. Right. Yeah, my name was pretty fucked up too. All right. <laughs> Well, it's not as bad as Hungarian. All right, not, no. Because I don't know how you pronounce three Y's in a row. Yeah. Uh, but it's a palette of rich vanilla, spice, and caramel. Sweet corn with a hint of maraschino cherries and a touch of apricot. So it's it's sweet, a little bit of spice, sweet, 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 and apricot. And more sweet. All right. Cheers to you, Ben. Let's see how this thing smells. So how'd you pick it? Why'd you pick it? Why'd you pick it? Because it was actually, uh, it, was, it, was, it was like one of the, I mean, uh, this was actually made for Total Wine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they had a whole bunch of these. <laughs> like not only on the shelf, but they had like um, in the center in the center of the aisle, they had them on top of the barrels that they have there. It was like one of their special select sort of, you know, bourbons. And the price was right. The price was right. <laughs> 30 bucks. That's you know. actually funny because about two years, three years ago, it would have been about 25 bucks. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the price was right. Um, you know, after our long vacation, it was, I'm not looking to spend a whole, whole bunch of money on, on, uh, on, uh, Liquids. Well, thank you right for now. getting the gin tonight. Uh, well, yes. I mean, it, you know, obviously, I, I it, and and I expect you to love that gin because it has very good ratings, Ben. I know I will love it. Yeah, you will because yeah. it's got 
uh, juniper with hints it, of caramel. It, it took about thirty minutes to put it together. Like, <laughs> let's let's whip something up that we can uh, have these gin drinkers enjoy, and <laughs> you know, add some juniper or whatever. There's no aging process involved. All right, let's whatsoever. let's whip something up in an afternoon, but let it sit for fucking twenty years and pretend we did something. Uh, yeah, but you have to wait for it. It's special. <laughs> but you know you what they're doing during those twenty years? Twiddling their thumbs. Nothing. <laughs> no, they're whipping up something else. <laughs> Cheers to you, Ben. All right, let's sniff it. Oof. Man, well, that's, it's spirity, but also it very spirity. sweet. I'm getting a lot of banana notes in there. I get a lot of vanilla. Yeah, and it's sweet. It's a sweet banana nose. I, I, when we initially smelled it earlier, I, you were getting the, the the banana, and I wasn't quite getting it. But now that I see vanilla, I am getting the vanilla. You see the vanilla in there? Well, I saw the review. I mean, like uh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. It's uh-huh. vanilla. I'm getting banana. I get vanilla, cinnamon. I'm also getting the cinnamony uh, notes, yeah. Sweetness, just like a sweet, very sweet, like yeah. a sweet candied, like almost mm-hmm. like a candy, like a dried, like a fruit cake, sort of like the shit you put in fruit cake. Like, hey, what are you calling a fruit cake? Over exactly, because <laughs> yeah, you got like get you some caramels. <laughs> Go ahead and five and die. Give me ten caramels. <laughs> Man, what's wrong with your kid over here? <laughs> it's caramel. Who puts like, a fucking A in there? <laughs> Not the English language. I don't know. C A R M E L, caramel. <laughs> it's fucking cooked sugar. It's not like you need to have it all fancy. It's not that difficult to say caramel. That's that's yeah, but it's definitely it's sweet, got a lot of sweetness and and spiritiness, which is a weird banana-y. combination. But it is. It really does punch you in the nostrils, though, with that which spiritiness. Is that high rye. I think the mash bill yeah, yeah, yeah. is high rye. All right, let's taste this thing. Let's see how this thing tastes. Oh, that's interesting, right? I mean, it's got a lot of sweetness, a lot of sweetness. I get a lot of uh, you know caramel, you know apricots, but just just a sweetness of a like a fruity sweetness, mm. but also a a spice and a and a and a you know a, a stingy finish, like a rye finish. Yeah, I know that, that's what I was gonna say. On the back of the tongue, you can really taste that 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 rye kind of burns just a little bit, and then you get that little bit of harshness on the back as well. I mean, it is it is. Um, it's very spirity, actually. What is this? Forty. It's ninety proof, a little bit, but five. Yeah, forty-five percent alcohol. Uh, you know, ten percent higher than you would. The expect. color is. I mean, it's a nice uh, deep. Or five percent. It's a nice deep caramel color <laughs> right there for you, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, it's not. It's not outstanding. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, I'm sorry. It's like, I didn't. You know, I didn't grow up in the it's, affluent. It's, it's, you know, yeah. Chatsworth Hills. Uh, so, I mean, I, it, it, I I only grew up in New York, upstate I, New York, near Poughkeepsie and Newport. Where I grew up, it's pretty flat, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite flat. I'm trying to make uh, it sound nice. Yeah, it's not. Uh, but it's it's um, attending Oaks Christian and hanging out at not me. Not, Oaks Christian <laughs> did not exist when I was a little kid. Um, but that's it's. I mean, it's a good bourbon. But it's not great. I mean, it does have a lot of burn. It does have? I mean, there's some flavors there. It's not overly complex. It is sweet. You know, I'm getting the vanilla notes. I'm getting a little bit of cinnamon. Uh, not much woodiness. I'm. I'm. Ex- I don't think this thing has been aged very I get long. A, I get a no woodiness. I no. get the rye spice mm-hmm. on the finish, but I don't. Which could sort of disguise or or um, stand in for some woodiness, but it really. I mean, I mean, the one thing I really do like about it is it does have that nice dry rye finish mm. but the sweetness on the front end is pretty pronounced i mean there's a lot of sweetness in there and the burn on the back end i wish it was just a little bit smoother but i like the you burn. know they, 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 i think they, that's they, one redeeming quality is, you know, is it, that it's, burn. it's something that maybe they just like kind of 
you know pushed out there and didn't really age that long to try to make some you know money off of this. Um, but it's it's good, but not great. Not not definitely not one of. It, it, this is something that uh, you know for thirty bucks probably is overpriced actually. Yeah, because I was thinking. I think we got Jack Daniels in there somewhere, like the Jack Daniels. I mean. uh, single barrel rye in there. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of bourbons that, and that was pretty cheap. And that I, I, that to me, I mean, I'm just yeah. off the top of my head. I was thinking, okay, that was relatively cheap. I mm-hmm. think like in the thirty thirty five dollar range for that Jack Daniels. Yeah. But even like the gym, and that's way better than even this. Jim Beam. I mean, uh, even Jim, Jim Beam. Beam. Uh, Jim Beam ten dollars. Ten dollars. No, but I'm saying like even that one is. You know, from memory, I think that one is a little bit smoother than this. Even this one has like a bite that you, you know, wouldn't expect. I like the bite though. Yeah, but it's it's too much bite, in my opinion. It's like it's like a it's like bite, not like a pleasant burn. It's, uh, no, the burn's not ideal, but yeah. it, but it, it does sort of redeem the heavy handed sweetness on the yeah, front. Yeah, I mean, it's something I'll be using in the future as a mixer, but you know, just on the rocks, you know, probably not the greatest. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was thinking we could do that with some of the better ones that we try. Maybe do like a neat, and then do a with a with like a one ice cube. Because mm-hmm. I don't usually drink any of my bourbons or rye or scotches with with any ice. I mean, you don't usually drink too many bourbons or rye after we tried on the show. <laughs> it's kind of sit there. It's mostly scotches. Though. Like Fair enough. You're like, it's not an Isla. I don't want that <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, Islas are the best of all the browns. You know, last night I I, I did have a little bit of that Doucet. Cognac. I mean, just a little bit. I just had like. Do say. I had a, a glass of it, and actually, you know, after a week of being opened and sipping on it, it was extremely smooth. I mean, it was really good. Well, you do have six more of them in there. Last night, I mean that that was a pretty good. I mean, last night, I mean, last week I it was, was finding good. cognacs where I never expected to find. Last, one. There was like one underneath the fucking bench in there. Last week it was good, but last night when I tried it, it was even better. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, was it still grapey? No, it was just. Was it, it still just, French? It was. It was, it was good. I mean, cognac was are it good. French? You are a hater of cognac for some reason, <laughs> and and it, they're they're good. I mean, all of the ones we've had on the show. Have I don't been, dislike them. Yeah, you do. They're just not my favorite of the Browns. It no. goes better it, than this. It goes Isla Rye. No, reg, no regular Scotch <laughs> bourbon. Uh, well, I mean, an Isla is a regular Scotch. Well, you know what I mean. It's just like, from a know, different region you know of I mean. Scotland. Okay, all right. It goes Isla. Highlands, Speyside, Rye. Well, I mean, even bourbon. the Speysides and the Highlands, I mean, that's also one of those things that could be interchangeable because, uh, you know, distilleries. Well, what am I? What's the difference? Well, not Speyside, then what's the other one? Well, I mean, Highlands is also another region, but I mean, it's like Speysides and the Highlands, I mean, they're, they, they're, they're sort of interchangeable almost. I mean, they're, 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 because there are some Highlands, uh, or some Speyside. One or the other. I mean, but they 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 market themselves differently from the region that they're actually from. For some reason, it was something I was reading actually the other day. I'm like, that's pretty interesting. And there's also the Isle of Skye, which is pretty. You know, there's some good ones out there. Yeah, but I mean, you know, for me, it's Scotch, and then cognac. Well, but Isla or or you know, straight up just Scotch. Scotch. Just Scotch. I'm just talking about Scotch in general. Yeah, but Isla's Scotch. not like a you know, like you throw somebody a Glen Levy, yeah, I mean, you okay, throw them I, a fucking hard bag. It's not I, the same thing. I love my Isla's. I, I, I love those, but I'm just saying, just Scotch in general. Whether Isla is its own category. No, no, no matter which region, I love Scotches in general. But it goes Scotch and then cognac and then rye and then bourbon on my list. It's similar. Yeah, but I like cognac. Uh, yeah, cognac's at the bottom of my list. Yeah. I don't think so. I think you're just lying now. Uh, 
So you say bourbons at the bottom, then I, then then rye. cognacs, then cognacs above it, then no, no, rye, no 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 no, 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 then no, 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 scotch, then I on the bottom bourbon, and then rye on top, and then on top of that cognac, and then on no, top no, of that no, scotch. No, no. Yeah. cognac might be above bourbon, but it's not above rye. Nope, not to me. No, for me, it's not. Yeah, okay. All right. So where would you rank this one? I would rate this a six. I mean, it's above average. Nothing special. Nothing to write home about. For thirty bucks, I think it's overpriced for thirty bucks. Yeah, actually. I'd give it a six as well. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's right there in that. Uh, it, it's like a partying. You know, like you have a bunch of people over. You want to give them a bourbon. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you don't want to spend a lot of money. You go to Total Wine, you get like three bottles for ninety bucks, and you put it on the table. The problem with this one is, you know, you you expect woodiness from a bourbon. This one, you want to already be drunk when you're drinking this. This is this one is. I mean, it's a good mixer, maybe, but I mean, I would expect more woodiness. I don't like overly woody bourbons, but I would I would like a little bit more of that woody flavor in this one, like a little bit of oakiness. Yeah, see, I like a lot of wood. I like a lot of wood. I like, yeah, I like, you I do. like a hard wood. Uh, I don't like a soft wood. I like a hard wood, uh, charred in a uh, barrel. Mm-hmm. I'm in the barrel with it. Uh, <laughs> like, like to get in there with the wood, get right in there. No, but seriously, I, no, I like, I just like, I like the smoky peatiness of the eyeless. I like a bourbon or a rye that's got a lot of woodiness, a lot of, a lot of burnt charred woodiness in there. <laughs> Friday likes that shishi <laughs> finger in the air, uh, you know, cognac is smooth. Yeah. Non-spicy, non-woody types of drinks. Yeah, sweet floral notes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It is. Yeah, there is something wrong with that. <laughs> no, there's nuts. <laughs> no, there's no, there is not nothing wrong with that very sweet flavor that you get with the cognacs. Nothing wrong with that. It is true. I have very small grapes. Very small. The grapes are so tiny. But the grapes are tiny, but the flavor is so big. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see my shirt? It is black and then white and then black again and also white again after that. And then it continues all the way down. Do you see that? Oui, oui. But I have this red here, this red that also... Accent, accent of a red. Sometimes green, but usually red. That's not even a French accent anymore. <laughs> all right. Uh, just, so six, just eat my baguette. Uh, six for me. Six from you, Ben. And next up, we have our beer of the week. Thank you, Kim. This is a uh, a beer that she's dedicating to you, Ben. Well, she's not dedicating. <laughs> no, she literally look at the text message that she sent me today. Well, she said, "I don't this see one. your text messages." She dedicated. I'm not it a ninety day fiance. I'm not like going through your text messages. <laughs> look, I'm not it, going it says, through your DMs. She said, "I dedicate the beer I gave to you to Ben." <laughs> she <laughs> literally see that right here. Okay, here it is, right here. That that well, if you can see the second one right there. I dedicate. All right, yeah, fair she, enough. No, she, what she was, was the like, emoji that followed that? Was it a laughy face or it, it was it was a laughy face because she's like, I hate you on the fucking podcast, but I, <laughs> I love, love you ben. in real life. I love Ben on the podcast, um, but you know, I'm gonna go ahead and pour that into a glass. We'll give it a shot, and it's dedicated to you. <laughs> Apparently, okay. We'll be right back. And thanks, Kim, for providing <laughs> us with the the beers for like the last four episodes. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you very very much. We'll be right back with our beer of the week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week from one of my coworkers, Ben Kim. Uh, I mentioned this many times on the podcast. I do tell my coworkers that I do have a podcast. Unlike you, uh, we could be uh, sampling beers from maybe one of your coworkers. 
That's true. If they knew that you actually had a podcast. That's true. Random strangers at Western Bagel are not going to give us... That's uh, not the only people that, that I know. Yeah, or, okay, Ralph Spro- uh, Sprouts? Maybe Sprouts. Maybe from Sprouts, you'll meet a random stranger who likes football who will provide you or gift you with a beer. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, Friday, what are we tasting this week? Uh, it's a night Ben. Dick. <laughs> That's the, why I said a, a dick. A lesion. <laughs> night Owl. Pumpkin Ale. It's pretty interesting. I mean, I'm not sure if we've had any um, pumpkin type beers on the podcast, but it is just about that season. Uh, I mean, October 31st, obviously Halloween, but we already see all the decorations still over a month out. And uh, you know, today I was uh, I was uh, picking up some pizza at Papa John's, Ben, and they had their uh, you know Halloween shit already out on the on 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 the door, inside on the counter. Like little skeletons and everything. I was like, damn, already? Fuck. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like my least favorite hol- uh, holiday, but it's California's favorite holiday. It's not my f- least favorite holiday. It's not my favorite Well, no, it's not holiday. my least favorite. It's just not something I, as an adult. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you know, it seems like people are really high on it. But I mean, they love it out here. Yeah, 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 especially with the pumpkin spice stuff. I mean, this is this is a pumpkin ale. It's pretty interesting. I'm actually, I'm interested in trying this one. Yeah, so sorry, Kim, if you like Halloween. Uh, but this is <laughs> Elysian Brewing. Pumpkin Ale, the Night Owl Pumpkin Ale, ABV 6.7%, IBU 18, very mild in terms of their bitterness. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very drinkable pumpkin ale brewed with pumpkin puree, juice, spiced in conditioning with ginger, cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, well, like and a, allspice. Sounds like a nice mixture right there. Both roasted and raw pumpkin seeds are in the mash with pumpkin added to the mash and fermenter. The body is medium. The malt is pale. Munich Carajal. C20, C45, and Special B. The hops are lightly bittered with magnum. All right, Franny, <laughs> you want to give this a taste? Uh, let's let's give it a shot, Ben. Let's give, Why it, a you sniff. Let's give it a sniff here. I, I, Why like, you I, I, I like the way you read that. I like the way you read that over there. <laughs> I like the way you read that. <laughs> All right. Caramel. <laughs> All right. The, I mean, color the color is, is very caramel. No, the, the color is dark. I want to say quite amber, but it is a dark brownish sort of color. Some reddishness to it as well. Yeah, it's but, almost like uh one of those sort of red oh. one of those reddish beers that was popular like in the early to late nineties, early two thousands. Well, that that is an interesting or late eighties, early nineties. On the nose, that is really interesting. It's almost like pumpkin pie-ish. I get the spice, I get the cinnamon, mm-hmm. I get a little nutmeg, it's I get a little pumpkin. Some sweetness to it. That's actually really nice. I get a nice air of cleanliness, like it's clean. No, it smells like pumpkin pie. It smells like an alcoholic pumpkin pie. Oh, but I'm loving that nutmeg. It's no, almost it's like actually... I can, I almost can like see the little sprinkles of the brown wow. nutmeg on the I top. mean, when I smell it though, I can just see myself biting into a pumpkin pie. I mean, it's, they're not fucking around when they say pumpkin ale. Mm. It smells nice. Yeah, it is really nice. Let's wow. do it, man. Right, I, want to, I want to taste this thing. That's, I mean, the nose is nice. Ooh, that's some Becky shit right there. That is an interesting. Since I hate pumpkin pies on the West Coast, that is. It's like a. It's like drinking a a it's pumpkin good. pie. It's fucking good. Well, but I mean, it's got more spice. It's got more of the allspice. I mean, it does, it does have that, mm. but I mean, it's really interesting that it's it's in a beer. 
I mean, you get a you know you get that little beeriness in there, but man, it it really does taste like biting into an apple pie. I, I mean, get, a, a, I a get, pumpkin pie. Yeah, I get pumpkin, but then I get the big, Damn. big, big dose of nutmeg and cinnamon on the finish. So it's pumpkin pie, bang with the spice on the finish, and also the carbonation. I mean, just pouring it in, there wasn't that much head, but there is just enough carbonation in there i want to say it's like perfectly crisp or anything but it's not meant to be that way it's almost like a beautiful it's transition. like and it is it is um it does have that medium mouth feel so it does have that nice sort of you know mouth coating feel to it uh but man that is way better than i expected yeah i mean it has that nice transition between the pumpkin pie and then the spice it mm-hmm. almost slides like mm. right and like between the one aftertaste. and the other it's almost as one fades out the other begins the aftertaste is nice I mean, it, it kind of sticks with you, but it's an enjoyable aftertaste. Not like Heineken, where it has that skunkiness to it that it kind of lingers and stays there forever. Hmm. This one just kind of stays there, and it it just and it's got a nice thickness to it, a nice bo- <laughs> a nice body. Yeah. <laughs> Why <are you> laughing? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, no, nothing. Uh. Well, Kim. I mean, I think. I mean, I'm. You know, obviously, if you listen to the show, which you hmm. do, thank you so much. Uh, I just love the aftertaste. We don't really it. drink a lot of flavored beers on the show. No, well, we have our sours. The, well, then, sours yeah. are, yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't usually drink like pumpkin or. I mean, I wouldn't. Even, or, I wouldn't even we've think, had a few chocolates, maybe. Yeah, but well, I mean, those like the you know the, the porters and stouts. I mean, they have that sort of chocolateness, those coffee notes to it. But I mean, if 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 I was just you know in the aisle of of total wine, I wouldn't even expect to pick this up. But I'm glad she picked it up for us because this is an interesting beer. I mean, this is. You know, this is not something that I would drink in the middle of summer or whatever, but like, you know, for this time of year, heading into Halloween, into the fall season, this is a nice, it's a nice beer. I mean, it, it, I like the flavors yeah, out of there. and it's a good brewery. I mean, it's, uh, I know they have a couple beers that are really popular that, you know, a lot of folks don't like because they're so popular. Um, But this is, it's got a nice meatiness in terms of the mouthfeel. It's, it's a nice meaty feels nice and meaty in the mouth <laughs> and it's got a dark caramel color that just sort of gives you a little bit of sweetness yeah but then that that pumpkin pie and then the spice and then a little bit of hoppiness on the finish yeah it's, I, it's a nice beer you know I, I wasn't i wasn't expecting it to be this good it's actually a pretty damn good beer i guess you should have yeah. dedicated it to Franny. doesn't like me on the podcast She's like, he should do a solo podcast. She never said that. And kick you off completely. Like, I don't know what you're doing there. No, she never said that. But no, I, I do. I do. I did it, it in like week four. I think you like did episode it. four. Yeah, you you did do a solo podcast once, and I've never listened to that podcast. <laughs> I should probably go back and listen to that podcast. It's hard say, because when you, I'm sure. Silence, of course, it is when you're looking you something up. When you're like, what's that guy's name? You're like, okay, well now the silence. Are you asking? Well, yourself, I'm looking this guy's. You're name. asking yourself. Hey Ben, what's this guy's? Well, I'm not Joe Rogan. I can't be like, hey, look this shit up while I while I keep talking. Like, it doesn't work that way. Like, solo podcasts are fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I mean the the labeling. I mean, it, it, it's a it, that's pretty corny. I mean, whoever put that uh, together, that's that's their style. Though. Yeah, I mean, Elysian, it, I, I, their yeah, style, it's yeah. their style. But it's it's like something that I would never think to even pick up off the shelf. But I, I, I am very glad that we, we got a chance to taste that. I mean, that, that is a very good beer, actually. It's way better than Yeah, we got to get Kim over here for the uh, for the holiday party. Oh, I know, man, right? Yeah. Well, then again, she might, you know, lose the mystique. Like, yeah, she'll, yeah, she'll get to know me and she'll be like, yeah, he's just yeah, a regular dude. Yeah, he's not that he's, cool. He's just a regular dude. He's not like my, <laughs> my 
someone I like anymore, like someone I listen to. <laughs> now I know him. Now I can see his face. So now I don't care. <laughs> no, but it is it is good, man. I, I really like this beer. It's, it's <sighs> delicious. Yeah, it's good. It is. It's actually better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw pumpkin, I was like, okay. I was also kind of nervous about does that. Really I, I, I never, I never does get talk any, to Franny about it? I never get any pumpkin spice anything around the holidays, like anything ever. Because like pumpkin spice is whatever, and I wouldn't expect it to uh, to pair well in like a beer, but it is actually pretty damn good. It does taste like pumpkin pie, like you said. There's those extra spices that kind of go down, but well, because you the, guys don't like pie. On the the lingering mouth feel, though. I mean, it's just like. It's it's not skunky. It's not bitter. It just kind of tastes like pumpkin pie. It's almost a little caramel in your mouth it's at the end. N- not really, no. A little bit. <laughs> caramel, yes. A little bit. Caramel, no. <laughs> caramel, New York. Caramel, California. <laughs> Which is way nicer than caramel. <laughs> New York, definitely. Have you been to Carmel, New York? Yeah, that's why I assume that Carmel on the coast is way nicer than Carmel, which yeah. is either in Dutchess County or in like Rockland County. But yeah, where would you rate that beer, though, Ben? I mean, where would you rate this Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale? Uh, give it an eight. I would also, I would give it an eight only because it is a seasonal beer. It's not something that I would seek out, you know, in other seasons. But I mean, right now. This is, it's like the perfect beer because it has cooled off. It's not 110 degrees outside right now. It's, it's about, only 73, baby. It is. And so, you know, fall is approaching. Halloween is approaching. This is a good beer for that for this time of season, yeah. for this time of year. I concur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kim. This is a good yeah. offering. Usually yeah, she throws us a curveball with an IPA, maybe a, like a... I mean, she's given us so many beers, I can't even remember. But they're, but they're, but they are all over the map. They're not like one style of. You know, beer. It'd be really nice. What would be nice if one of your coworkers <laughs> actually <laughs> offered us a beer? Because Kim hasn't been the only one. I also got beers from other coworkers as well. All right. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right. Just saying. Fair you enough. Know. You can you can be at the my demotion party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on! Our 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 podcast is not that difficult to listen to. It's not. I just, uh, as I've said before, I just think uh, I've worked in a lot of different places, and this is definitely the most unique uh, atmosphere environment. environment. It's it's not what you're it's not what you're envisioning. Let's put it that way. Uh, I yeah, it's I not a normal workplace. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely don't want to listen to this podcast. <laughs> the people that I work people. with, it is not a normal environment. <laughs> I mean, where I work, it's it's fairly normal. <laughs> no, it's, the people are normal. The uh, atmosphere is not normal. <laughs> Just don't tell them. <laughs> Actually, better don't do not tell anybody they have a podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> I've never said that about my work environment. Uh, it's quite, well, I, would, it is, I don't want to say something. I mean, they're, is, they're, the people are like, man, just in case somebody listens to this, I better go back. I better run this back. No, I mean, the quick. people are great. It's just, a, it's just an interesting environment. That's, I, yeah. I, I don't know how else uh-huh. to describe it except uh-huh. uh, interesting, but uh-huh. exciting. And I love it. Yeah. But interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay. You got a little nervous there. Well, no, everybody, if anybody listens, they'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, I am, I'm comfortable with my work environment and, <laughs> and I have, I have no problem telling people that I have a podcast. Yeah. Oh, the guys that came this weekend, they, uh, they both have it on their phone. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So people that we have absolutely no idea who the fuck they are. <laughs> I just said share it. Yeah, share it with the world. Share it with the world. All right. So an eight for me and an eight for you, Ben. I'm actually surprised that this podcast is only two hours and 21 minutes in, especially after our uh, picks. Well, our you had to go to the bathroom at 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 80, 80 minutes, <laughs> and uh, 110 minutes. It was 50 minutes my first time, all right? So I, I, I really held in there. <laughs> I held in strong. The guy that the guy that won't, it's like, well, you know what? I could fill up my gas tank. But you know what? I'm going to get I'm gonna get 30 bucks worth. <laughs> and then I'm going to get another 20 bucks worth. Like, because whatever, whatever I do, I can't put a full tank of petrol in this in this car. Are you making I fun can of me? only get like a half a tank. Well, I've never seen anybody go to a gas station, wait in line for gas, and they'll be like, you know what? I don't need a full tank. I'll you know wait the, in line are, are again you later. About, are you talking about a trip? <laughs> yeah. Okay, the reason I did I'll that. I'll wait in line again later. The reason I, I did I, that. I know the price is going to be the same. Like, I know it okay. for sure. Okay, listen. Because the listen, prices listen. are all the fucking same over there. The reason I did that was because I was like, I don't want to. I don't. Who the fuck has foreigns? First of all, no, Nobody you did foreigns. the same thing in Croatia. Yeah, but even then, because Croatia. Well, well, why didn't you fill the whole tank up? Because Croatia is heading uh, in January first. They're going to be on the euro, and so I'm like, I don't want to waste all of my kuna here. I can spend it elsewhere because next year they're going to mean absolutely oh, nothing. They don't have credit cards there. And then also at the same time, when I return, <laughs> when I return my rental car. I'm not going to give them fucking more gas than what they gave me. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Well, but on the way there, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, they're but coming coming out of Hungary with the foreigns. I'm like, I wanted enough where I can waste my foreigns, and I still have maybe, uh, I don't know, 7,000 foreigns on me, <laughs> which I didn't want to have on me, but we stopped at that stupid gas station where they were only offering like 20 liters and oh, everybody that's was right, also that's yeah. Right, that's right. So well, and you, and I had to stop at the fucking border because they're like, let the American through, and they're like, oh, he's got a Croatian with him, and then we had to wait. <laughs> yeah, like this guy, <laughs> this American has a funny name, but this other guy, this is totally American. <laughs> We're gonna make these guys wait with the Albanians and the Ukrainians at the border. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Albanians and Ukrainians, but it's like. <laughs> I, so we, that's the Ukrainians through. They're definitely going to go back. They're definitely yeah, the not at risk of staying here. The Americans are not going to stay in Hungary. <laughs> All the Ukrainians are like flying through. Yeah, like, I know, oh, yeah, like, those guys aren't at risk of stay here, overstay their time at all. Yeah, but that's why I did it. I was like, I don't want to pour too much gas in. But then at that last at that last gas station, though, I was willing to spend all of my foreigns, but we I wasn't able to. Oh yeah, that was funny because the guy yeah. was like, wasn't there was like guy was all pissed off that they would only sell him twenty liters, yeah. <laughs> and then he came back, and of course we're behind him. Yeah, because the guy so making five thousand foreigns a week is like, yeah, th- this is my decision. Yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> it's so he my comes decision back, to only give you twenty liters. So he, he he pumps his gas, waits there for a while, comes back, pumps more gas so he can get that twenty liters, whatever the fuck it was, and we were, we're waiting behind this guy. Twenty liters is what five gallons, and I don't usually get pissed off. <laughs> But I, I, I did get kind of pissed off about that. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's like the, that one portion of the trip where I was like kind of fed up and pissed off at that point. I was like, motherfucker, dude. Well, I thought it was like 1974. I'm like, why the fuck am I waiting in line for gas? Like, who is, they're like going in the store. They're looking for ho-hos and like getting some fucking chips while they're, while they're like, there's people behind me. They, they understand. Yeah, I was, I, that, I was not happy with that. Yeah, I just, the lines for gas were weird. Yeah. That was a weird, like in the, I mean, in the I mean, U.S., I, if you are at a gas pump yeah. and you're not inside your car and somebody pulls up behind you, you better get out to your fucking car yeah. pretty quick. I usually remain calm, but at that moment, I was not that calm. But it was I totally mean, normal like to pump your gas, go in the store, and do some shopping. 
<laughs> with your family. <laughs> with your family. Like, everybody's got to get out of the car. Ugh. Like, why not get out of the car? This area over here for the resting and the with the picnic tables? No, no, no. Don't wait to get over there. Leave your car at the pump and then take your family in the store. Uh, yeah, I, I thought Americans had no common decency, but after the summer... Europeans obviously. Well, have they just no don't have as much. They have more time on their hands than we do. I guess I don't know. I, I think that's got to be it. Like, why uh, else would you want to? And spend, they were all. From why the would Nether- you want to spend a half an hour? At a and gas they were station? all from the Netherlands. <laughs> and the Dutch people are so nice. But if I ever go well, because back, because usually they're riding bicycles. To the Netherlands, so like a car is like a big. I'll like, be a fucking dick to all the Dutch. <laughs> I don't care. I'm gonna park my bike right in the fucking front of the Starbucks. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm, gonna I'm gonna block a, the entrance. I'm gonna block the entrance with my Schwinn. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid It'll be like Schwinn. Nah, you wear a, you get a, I don't even know a Dutch name. I couldn't even tell you like a Dutch name of a bicycle. Uh, yeah, neither can I. But uh, yeah, that was annoying. Anyways, Ben, eight for you, eight for me on the beer. Great beer. And and kudos to the United States rest areas. Just, just you know. I've been too many. The, actually, the Croatian, well, yeah, you didn't grow up on the East Coast with all the, with all the, the toll roads, with all the rest areas. Uh, but but in fairness, the Croatian rest areas were perfectly acceptable, clean, sanitary, decent were you rest areas. Anything else? Well, no. I mean, because you think Croatia, okay, Hungary. You know, Hungary's got a big city. You know, they had an empire once. You see, they go, okay, Croatia's going to be a little bit of a downgrade from from Hungary. But the opposite. Wait, was excuse true. me. Like, <laughs> well, you just. I mean, it's like Croatia's a way nicer country. Well, yeah, but now that I know that, but I expect like you know, Hungary, they got Budapest, they've got they're on the news all the time. You know, you think for the okay, wrong reasons, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah but they have a, like they had an empire once, so you you don't you don't expect to see two guys like police officers with like white shirts that are have been washed. 400 times that are now brown, untucked, like trying to pull over some people, uh, like literally if they ran away at a, <laughs> at a fast walk, the Romanian cops wouldn't be able to Hungarian. catch up to them or that. Yeah. The Hungarian cops would be like, Romanian is probably the same thing. Uh, but admittedly, uh, the Croatian rest areas were all way nicer. Yeah. It's, it's way like, nicer. Like, like light years nicer. It I was like, know. it was like was Croatia, seen... beautiful, Hungary, not very Interesting. nice. Not very nice. Budapest, very nice. But everything between the border and Budapest. And the outlying not area. Not so nice. Where you were kind of nervous. I wasn't nervous. <laughs> yeah, you were. I wasn't nervous. I just, I'm, I'm not in my hippie lifestyle anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I was once, I was once those people. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was once the unshowered masses. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to Pink Floyd and smoking dope and. Talking about capitalism, and then I realized this doesn't really. Yeah, that this isn't that, getting me very far. Yeah. That 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 bar on the boat was uh, was uh, that was interesting. Yeah, and that guy was like stealing shit off people all night. Yeah, I mean, yeah he, he probably was. <laughs> he, like, he didn't even care to but his bag is like jingling with yeah, all the shit he, he stole. He was American. <laughs> he was American. I wonder how. Like, I, I wish I could go back and ask him how did you get into this lifestyle. Yeah, but, uh, you know. What, the non-showering? Next talking time. to random tourists I'm pretty and sure, stealing their I'm shit? I'm pretty sure he'll be there next time. If, <laughs> if we go there next year, he will probably still be on that boat. Exactly. <laughs> and the Hungarians are so nice, they weren't going to kick him off the boat. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You need a bouncer on it. I didn't see a single bouncer when I was there. No, there was that guy waiting at the entrance. Oh, was there? Yeah, remember? he was. He was the guy there. didn't even look at us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that. the guy. He's their <laughs> Here, bouncer. Could, uh, the way to the bar is to walk down this dangerously Blank. fucking steep incline <laughs> it was an, it was interesting hang on to the rope it was interesting yeah. 
All right, sorry. We're not. I don't want to make fun yeah. of it. I don't want to make no, fun no, of no. it. No, no, no. It was a great experience. But the rest yeah. areas were really gross. They were pretty bad. But and of <laughs> course, Ronnie goes into the fucking bathroom. That that's beautiful, and I'm one, and I'm in the one. Mine had like <laughs> elevator music and everything. Like it all worked perfectly. There was soap. There was. I had no water, no soap, and the urinals were full. But yeah, but I mean, Fr- the guy next Friday's to me is over there. Like, there's like a there's like a what do you call it? There's like a matron in the bathroom, like giving him cologne and napkins. And I can hear the guy next to me too, and he was like cussing in some other language. I have no idea what it was. It could have been Hungarian. It could have been. I have, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, he was not very happy with his experience either. I could just hear him yelling and, and, and just, well, that's why I decided at the, like the third re- or the second rest stop, I'm just going to go out. Like, I'm not even going to try to go inside. <laughs> like, I'm just going to find a, a, a tractor trailer that <laughs> obscures the view of everyone else. And I'm just going to go in the, like on the grass. And you did. Well, cause that was the that's, alternative was worse. Yeah. Yeah. And worse for nature, probably. <laughs> All right, Ben. Now we're two and a half hours. This, yeah. this, this, this is right. a proper podcast. Now. There you go. Yeah, there we All go. Right. What's uh, what's next on the big board? Next up, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show. Well, and how do I have to talk anymore? About football, water. fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head over to our website at thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. There you can subscribe and listen to our past episodes all 181. Check out our show notes, Ben's show notes, links to the stories we cover and booze and our beer reviews, links to every single podcatcher out there uh, to download. Every, ben, if somebody was to leave a review, how many stars? Ten. Out of? Five. Thank you. And uh, you can email us. You can call us. Follow us on Ben's amazing Twitter. Actually, you know, you didn't actually tweet enough during this past game on I tweeted. you did no you did but i mean it's like during steelers games you tweet a lot <laughs> you tweet an immense amount well, i i have to be careful when i tweet yeah because yeah, actually, you're on the podcast i can't I, so it reflects on both of us no no i mean you, you tweet away i don't want to say anything that would offend anyone because i want to make sure that it's you know i'm never offended uh you well, you well that's because i don't tweet the things that i'm actually thinking no no but i mean like i'm not i'm not i'm not offended often like as a, you get offended, I do not. No, I don't get offended. I just know I'm tweeting on behalf of both. Because of us. when I offend you, we we you talk about it for years after. <laughs> like I hear, like I'll, I'll, I'll like like it's like a, joke it's around. A, it's a management. I'll technique. joke around, <laughs> and then like in the year 2031, I'll hear about what the fuck I said in 2022. Like oh my god, it's possible. It's still on your mind. Like, it's you not on my mind. You don't forget about these things. It's it's not on my mind. It, it just, just it just pops into it my regurgitates mind. itself. It's it like pops it, into yeah, my okay. mind. Okay, all right. Like, I'll, I'll just remember. I'm, like at some point, I'm going to remember you making me walk up that fucking mountain. I'm not, at some point that's going to come up because I'm still. I'm glad I did it, but I'm like fuck, man. There like, was like 80 year old people flying up that mountain. I like see like, these trains going by me and like buses, and I'm like fuck, a motherfuckers, a fucking doesn't want to get on, like. This, these there, trains go he's like i'm looking on that train line. i don't know where it goes I'm like, not up the mountain uh, but it, well, where's it gonna go it's 400 feet man we we literally <laughs> went up 400 feet and it was like mount yeah, everest but straight up it was straight <laughs> up it was like a meandering path <laughs> it wasn't that much it was more like stairs no no that we went stairs down but we meandered up the path yeah, I mean, almost straight up though. <laughs> All right, <laughs> there was a rope. Like, you can follow my Instagram. There was a fucking sherpa behind at me. Thursday. There was a sherpa behind me. And check out our amazing photos on both Twitter and on Instagram. What's your Twitter for me? Or your your Instagram? At Thursday. There you go. 
<laughs> yeah. Wait, are we? Done? I was actually, I was actually, I, I was. You tweeted the beer. This are you? Uh, was, you you, I, you posted I, the beer. I the was, last, I was shocked. Probably I was shocked. the last eight beers that we've had. I've posted all of our beers so far. In the last eight weeks, <laughs> <laughs> not the past one hundred and eighty. Well. 173 of them, maybe. Well, Instagram's more valuable. Nobody's on... I mean, it's like Twitter's not as valuable as Instagram. That is. Eh, nobody really pays attention to Twitter anymore. But There's Instagram, they like do. Tweeting. people do pay attention to. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Twitter's just a bunch of angry people. Perfect place for you. <laughs> That's why I'm careful about what I tweet. All right, anything else to add, Ben? No, I'm good. All right. Well, thank you so very much, so very much everybody out there, for listening. We'll see you in... Two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, we'll see you in two weeks. That's what I expected.